Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever. Realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on the second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time. This is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Oh, man. It's been a while. But we made it back, man. It's the realest podcast ever, episode number sixty-two. You had to go look that up. Yeah, I had to. I had, yeah, I had to go back to <laughs> iTunes, look at the. All right, Laker gang, sixty. All right, cool, sixty-two. Episode sixty-two is your boy C Diddy. And I'm Matt. Makes me sick. You're back making people sick this week. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been on people's <laughs> nerves left and right. Damn, that's crazy. We ain't been here since the Laker John. It's a lot. No, it didn't seem that long. But you know, the good news is. We like to work ahead. I was taking notes on all of the fuckery that was going on the last two weeks. So we got a nice, tight, nice, tight, complete show today. I texted Chad yesterday. I'm like, yo, we need to get a rundown together. He was like, relax. And sent <laughs> had me a rundown run- since Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. What's been up with you, though, man? Oh, man. I haven't. Uh, I've been running around. Um, I went to Riviera, Maya, Mexico. I had the time of my life. Um, it was beautiful. I didn't want to come back. Yeah, this asshole was speaking Spanish in the in the chat. I'm like, Yo, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm committed to learning Spanish, like one way or another. Like I was at the club, hitting everybody with the Spanish. Uno momento, por favor. <laughs> I was like, Yo, what's wrong with you? Like, I just came back from Mexico, dog. When it went in Rome, respect my culture. So I was I was in Riviera Maya. Um, I flew into Cancun, stayed at Riviera Maya. Uh, I went back to Cancun to the mall. I went to uh, Playa del Carmen, and I went to. I took a boat ride to the North Island, La, La Isla de Mujeres, the Island of the Women, um, which is like the filthiest place on earth. <laughs> and uh, the the water is beautiful. It's like you can see the bottom of the ocean like it's crazy. But as soon as you get there, you got all them street vendors hustling you. As soon as they find out you're from America, everything is double. That's crazy. How much is this? 300 pesos. You do the quick calculation like, all right, so that's about uh, $15 US. No, 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 no. $45 US. Like everything is double and triple as soon as they find out you're from uh, America. My, my man Jules, he just sent me a video. <laughs> you know he's in Qatar. Yeah. He's at Villaggio Mall in Qatar. Look at this. Oh, shit. Wait. They're not fucking around over there. <laughs> they already got DeMar DeRozan jerseys for sale in the NBA <laughs> store for the Spurs. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, That's man? This fucking labor over there is like four cents an hour. They making that shit in the back. Like, dog, like, never mind the fact that you already got LeBron James, Lakers, Jones. Cool. They got De- DeRozan, Spurs, tender. That's crazy. <laughs> fucking Kawhi ain't even show up for his physical dog. yet. <laughs> like, we don't even know if this trade will be consummated. Fuck around, get rescinded, yeah. <laughs> what? That's crazy as shit. But yeah, man, I, uh, gotta love that cheap foreign labor. Yeah, pretty much. But um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I've been chilling these past couple of weeks, uh, getting everything back together. I finally started. I'm able to work out, so 
pretty much it, man. I, yeah. I've been chilling, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't much going on. How much weight you down so far? 90. Holy shit. So... You know, it's cool. Well, 80, 90 sounds better than 89. Uh, exactly. 89 is the natural. Listen, I was going through that with somebody last you night. Know. I'm having this whole ass debate, and, and I'm like, yeah, you didn't start working until February. They're like, no, it was January. I'm like, all right, well, cool. Tomato, tomato. They pull up their paperwork January 23rd. I'm like, fucking eight days from February. Like, you're not, right, you not wrong, and neither am I. It's just like a semantics thing. They're like, well, if I have $98 and tell you I have 100 that's not true. No, it is, because in numbers, they teach you to round up, yeah. Fuck, fucko. No, that, you, you got the bean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Give, <laughs> if, if somebody owe me a bean and they have $98, give yeah, me the 98 We was at my old head wedding and like, <laughs> them motherfuckers bring gifts or whatever, cards and shit. It was a, like, a, he was a scum, he wasn't, he wasn't like top tier scumbag, but he was like mid-level, mid-level exemption <laughs> scumbag. But he came in a wedding, whatever, whatever, and he was like, yo, man, I ain't have a chance to like, you know, get you a gift or whatever. Like, I, I would give you cash, but that that's just kind of inappropriate because I ain't got no car. And my wife like, no, 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 like, give me cash. Yeah, He's like, it. all right, yeah, I mean, I'm going to dance a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't know why he said that shit. spent 32 <laughs> bands today, nigga. Like, fuck you mean you would give like, me no, cash? No, 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 cash no, food right there. Like, right, yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm, you know, mingles, you know, do a little dance. I'll get some finger foods. Y'all got the croissant. Y'all got the croissant. You, 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 you know? seen it for like eight more minutes and it was just going. <laughs> the fucking wedding. Yeah, man. It's horrible, man. But, uh, yeah, um, like you said, uh, you know, it's just nutty because it's like I real. I was just telling Taylor like, like me and my girl have a walk-in closet, and okay. like my shit is all on the left, all my shoes, sneakers, and shit. So I got more sneakers and clothes, and all her shit is on the right. And I was just looking at my clothes the other day, like you know that blue ivy meme, <laughs> like it's junk. <laughs> like, it's nothing. I can all do of that this. shit is junk. <laughs> it's just like this shirt. Like look at this V neck. This so she shit, got the unit. This shit was super baggy. It's just like all of this shit is just eventually like they want me to lose another bean. It's like this shit just gonna be junk. Oh, it's just yeah. it's just nothing I can do with this shit. They so, want you to lose me total. Pretty much. Like, they want me to go down to two fifty. So it's like yeah, it's like you know I what I'm gonna do with a five X polo shirt long sleeve <laughs> joint? Like that's a tarp. You You'll know? show up at a cookout. Yeah. <laughs> and start it's, making your own. There's nothing I can do with this shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's the joint. Like my septa uniforms all junk. You know what I mean? So. That's the only number. Y'all gotta part. pay for uniforms? Well, we get a uniform allowance. I usually okay. spend it on like iPads and shit. <laughs> like, you know, it's, fu- it's funny when the uniform checks come out because it's, <laughs> it's funny as shit. Like, I know people who work for corporations or whatever, they get a uniform allowance or like, like my girl gig, like she worked for the airline. So they'll get like a, um, a credit card with a thousand dollars on it. And it's like, it's, you can only use it at the uniform to buy luggage yeah. and whatever the fuck else. So it's like, you know, whatever. Our shit, they literally just give you five sixty cash, like a check. When the uniform checks come out, like, you know, we get our we get paid every Thursday. Yeah. So Wednesday night, the stubs and uh the stubs come out Wednesday night because you get paid Thursday morning yeah. or whatever. When the, the, the uniform checks come out every January, the third week of January. That third week, that Wednesday, you walk into my depot at like five thirty at night. It's 150 motherfuckers that are shooting pool. <laughs> Niggas is playing cars, dominoes. It's like, y'all pathetic. <laughs> like, everybody waiting. Checks out. Everybody waiting on that little nickel to make a slide out here. And it's like, y'all ain't about to buy a shirt. And then the, the funny part is, whenever the uniform checks come out, 
the uniform vendors come to the depot. Of course they do. That, they'll, they'll come that Thursday and that Friday and set up. They have mannequins with all the new shit. They be bored than a motherfucker because ain't nobody buying jack shit. Like, this is income, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Damn. Like, real shit. Motherfuckers start putting their cars in the shop. Yeah, I'm going to take care of that little... For the, for the, the little, little b- tink, b- tink, b- tink, b- tink. B- before the heat hit, I'm going to go and get that little Freon shot. <laughs> shit, real. Them uniform checks come out. Ain't nobody buying their shirt. It's like, yeah. That's hilarious. But yeah, we do get a uniform check. But like I said, I don't ever spend on <laughs> uniforms. So, who knows how that'll happen Apple this got year. a new phone out. You know what I'm saying? That's last last uh, uniform check, I bought phone and uh, iPad. It was just like, right. yo, my fucking my fucking lease is finally up. On, this sounds horrible. My lease is finally up on my iPad. I've been paying for this shit for the last twenty four months. It's finally up. They're like, it's not going to be. They Sprint sent me a reminder like it's not going to get any cheaper if you hold on to it. Like I don't want it. I don't want to keep it. Take this one. You know, I, I, I recently just went to AT and T because Sprint was playing games. I had my iPhone six and I never upgraded to the seven. None of that shit. I had a two year lease. I guess just life. I forgot. About I'm so used to just paying whatever the bill yeah. come pay it and go about my life. I didn't realize the lease had been up for ten months, so I was paying like a month to month on the phone. Right. So when I called and I'm, I'm just like, "Hey, by any chance, when is my lease up?" And she was like, "Oh, it was up in uh, August of 2016. I mean, 2017." So I'm just like, "But it's June of 2018. <laughs> How does that work?" And she was like, "Well, when your lease is up and you don't return the phone or buy it out, you just pay month to month." So I'm like, how much have I been paying? She was like, it was $30. The lease was $27, and the month to month was $30. So I'm like, so I've been paying $30 a month for the phone. That I don't even want. So what? How, do, how does this end? She was like, you could buy the phone or return it. And I'm like, but I've if, if how much is it to buy the phone? She was like, it's $160. And I'm just like, but I've given you $30 a month. For, for 10 months. For, this is the 10th month. Yeah. I'm like... That's three hundred dollars, unless I'm tripping, and I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not about to give you another one sixty on top of the three hundred that I've given you on top of twenty month lease with the phone. Yeah. I'm like, that's me paying a thousand some dollars. Like that's just stupid. Could have bought the phone for four hundred dollars. So I'm like, I tell you what, because I'd wanted to keep the phone because I had so much shit in it, but I was just like, Fuck. who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, I'll just back up my, you know, iCloud, put it on a new phone. And I was like, I don't even like the way you handle this whole situation. I don't like y'all. I'm done with y'all. I'm going to AT&T. Boom. I go to AT&T, get a new new phone. So I I have the 10 and I have the 6. from uh, The 10 is from AT&T. The 6 is from Sprint. So I was like, yeah, you can close out my joint. I'm going to send y'all the phone. I'm going to give y'all the phone back. Ain't no big deal. She like, okay. I go to the Sprint store on the boulevard to give, give them the, the phone. Phone's in pristine condition, too. It's perfect. She was like, oh, your account is closed. I'm like, yes. I I, I close it. I ended it. I, you know, here's, here's the, the phone. phone. She's like, oh, we can't take it because the account is closed. You're going to have to mail it. And I'm like, well, how the fuck does that happen? She was like, we can send you the kit so you can mail it. And I'm like, but I'm, he- I'm <laughs> but here. I am. Sprint. <laughs> Do you Y'all don't have a kit in the back? You ain't got a fucking shoebox or something <laughs> we can put this motherfucker in. I'm like, why do we have to go through this? So then they send the kit, they send the kit to a wrong address. Of course they do. Two weeks goes by and I'm like, yo, where the fuck is this? Same the- shit happened to me. And here go the crazy part. So then I call, I'm like, yo, I, I didn't get the kit. What's going on? She was like, okay, we're going to resend it. I'm like, all right, cool. 
Another couple days goes past. Whatever, I don't think nothing about it. I go to my fucking because you know my mail don't come to my house because we're all yeah. black. I I go to pick up. Who my, does that? I go to my mail to pick my. I go to my 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 grandpa to put my mail up, and I I see collection services. I look Sprint. Then I'm like, you motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> like I see what the fuck y'all did here. Little do they know I got Lexus law in my back pocket. <laughs> so it's like now I just got the phone and right. they won't accept the shit back. And it's just like now I have a wiped out because I you know you when you getting ready to get yeah. the phone back you wipe, wipe it yeah like I took it you know you got the jar you can just yeah. delete everything the phone is literally like hola like when you start an iPhone so I was like now I just have it sitting and they like oh just sell it and I'm like yeah the battery ain't great you know them sixes the batteries was off. so I'm yeah. like I might just get the battery repair you know you can go to Apple and get it for like twenty five dollars I might just get the battery repair and then just sell it but that's you know. Yeah, Sprint fuck, is fucking retarded. Fuck, fuck Sprint. That's I had I had two situations where Sprint had a similar thing where it was like they uh were supposed to send me a phone. When I ordered the phone, it said on my order that it was back ordered. It wasn't. They sent the shit out in 24 hours. I wasn't there to receive the device. So eventually the shit got sent to uh like a UPS location and then got sent back to Sprint. At no point did they update me and tell me that they took this phone back, even though they billed me for the phone. So a month and a half goes by. I'm like, Yo, where the fuck is this phone at? Like, I'm calling them. They're like, oh, yeah, we took the phone back, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, but y'all have a $400 charge on my account for not returning the old phone when I don't have the new phone. Yeah. So then it's this whole thing about a return kit and this and that. I go into a Sprint store. They found some way to override this shit and take the phone back. Yeah, she would not. She, this was, she was firm. Yeah. She and was then not I, taking I that I, phone. I guess I lucked up because my account was still open, but they found a way to override it and then take the phone back and then send it back for me. And then I still had to like pay them something for a whole new phone. It was just like some bullshit. I'm just like, this is, this is a phone. It's not like a... I'm not leasing a, 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 a car. Escalade. Yeah. Like this is retarded. Yeah, the phones shit now is just like somebody the other day pointed out the fact that your insurance on your phone is two fifty. No, your deductible is two fifty, and it's like yo, if you get in a car accident, your deductible for your forty five thousand dollar car is five hundred. Yeah, like. They playing games with these phones. I'm like, yo. They, they know how much you give a shit about it. Yo, it's crazy. It's like, think. remember back in the day when a phone was a 200? Yeah. Like 200, sign a two-year agreement and keep it the fuck moving. Yeah, and the deduct was like 50 bucks. Now you you wind up paying $1,200 for the new iPhone. Like, you going to pay. Oh, you like you, you going to pay. Remember MCI? <laughs> you going to fucking change, right? You're going you're gonna to pay. And like, real shit. You're going to pay this money because you going to give us a buck 70 down. You gonna pay $27 a month for two years or a year and a half then when that shit is done we be like oh no I mean you can have a phone you give us a Tracy and you like bitch like what <laughs> like I throw this in your fucking face so, so what was I doing the whole time it's crazy yo paying for usage you was just leasing the bitch and they said I was reading something when the phone leasing shit first came out probably like a month after they was like on either Fortune or Forbes was doing a story like is this phone leasing shit unconstitutional and like against the law? And they like, yeah, more times it is than likely because they found out that for the last 30 years, the mobile carrier has been charging us like a federal surcharge. That's not even like a real thing. Like they made up a tax to just charge motherfuckers for using their phone. Shit crazy, dog. Like it, that's how Apple and shit becomes the cat, most cash rich company on the planet. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, these phones are a mess, Yeah, but you need it. 
So yep. it's one of them things. And they always happen to break two years after you. Uh, <laughs> Don't ain't that crazy? The lease expire, always. your batteries slow down. Remember, exactly Apple just got two years. Apple just got jammed up with that, with the whole batteries. Yeah. Oh shit! No, nah, we we wasn't like purposely <laughs> fucking the batteries. It's up. just something with these lithium ion batteries. You man. know, we just was not giving them the right amount of juice <laughs> to go on forever. If that is cool with y'all, <laughs> like this shit is nuts, man. And they know, yo, motherfuckers, phone break. They motherfucker. Car is barely running. They like whatever. I'm out. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> phone start like acting. Phone up. broke. Oh man, nigga had this nigga calling luck. Yo, you got you got luck number. You you got big damn number. God damn, motherfucker, phone acting crazy. <laughs> Yo, I seen a joint the other day where the uh, boy he had, it was it was like a skit or whatever, but he had gotten like a serious car accident. And the uh, paramedics was like, you want us to give you a personal belongings, belongings to your girl? And he was like, yeah, give her my wallet, keys, bring my phone here, though. Like, bring bring my phone. And the boy, like, got his neck all wrapped up, head, he's leaking. No, no, bring my phone, yeah, don't, though. Like, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't sit there, bring my phone. Don't sit there. <laughs> I ain't going to have nowhere to go. <laughs> and then the, 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 did it fast forward. The the boy was walking out the hospital, like, in oh, his gown. gown. Yeah, the bitch was in the car with the phone. <laughs> no, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Yo, shit crazy. But yeah, man, all in all, uh, I'm in a good space, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, uh, you know, like a crackhead after a stroke, just taking it one day at a time, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to get my feet back. And after a stroke. Uh, we've had a lot pop off <laughs> since we've been here. Yes. A whole lot. We missed a couple weeks of action. Uh, where do you want to start? Because uh, I, I normally start off the, the foolishness. Where do you want to start this week? I want to start on a high note. And but with a high note, I mean vagina merchants. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the Claremont twin. Yo, listen, selling bots I, online. I saw some of it. I didn't see the whole entire. Oh man, is that the one that was in the Yeezy shit? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. So for those of you that don't know, uh, the Claremont twins of uh, Bad Girls Club, quote unquote, fame. They just most recently did the Yeezy season. Uh, 97 whatever yeah. the fuck season we on they just did the modeling campaign for that it was them Kim Kardashian uh, Paris Hilton and somebody else was a part of this campaign or whatever but they did all these different looks one of them was a, a street nude look butt ass naked and they pictures went viral this this and that naturally so <clears throat> we just found out within the last two weeks that at least one Claremont twin was on my on sugardaddyformecom with a profile and basically setting up dates with John's okay. at a rate of $200 an hour. So she negotiated a date with a John in New York City. They come to terms on agreement, 400 bucks. So she goes to his apartment, meets him, they go out drinking, eat, blah, 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 come back to his apartment, he dies. So what we don't know is if the pussy killed him or if he just... Oh, she, she was fucking. She was fucking, for okay. sure. But I he, thought it was just for uh, what they say on back page uh, time and serve time, 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 time 400 roses 400 roses <laughs> 400 roses for time and companionship that's yeah, the fuck w- I was thinking about w- if anything else happens that's you know agreement between two, cons- two, two, two consenting adults, adults. <laughs> so so the guy fucking dies or whatever so this dummy instead of saying hey let me call the authorities like most women in the 21st century, what sure. she decides to do is let me use this dead man's credit card on everything. She bought plane tickets. Yeah, she paid her rent. 
She had a $17,000 shopping spree with all of the fucking clothes getting delivered to her house. My fuck is this retarded? And now she's facing uh, one or two counts of aggravated wire fraud and a bunch of other like uh, other charges. She's facing 20 years in federal court and she's been indicted in Manhattan criminal court. As a result to this, and the funniest part of the whole shit is that when she uh, she got bailed out, she posted a hundred thousand dollars bond. First thing I said is, where the fuck these bitches get a hundred thousand dollars to post bond from? Whatever. The funniest part of it is when she's walking out of the courtroom, she's covering her face as if her twin doesn't have the same exact fucking face <laughs> walking right next to her. <laughs> it's the dumbest perp walk of all fucking time. <laughs> hey, that's some stupid ass shit. <laughs> I'm like me and you are twins. We I just got booked. You just came and bailed me out. You got the, the jacket over your face. And your face is right here, which is the same. F- Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba. Fucking face, like. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, so, to make matters worse, now because it's a cyber crime, they're digging into all of their internet history and shit like that. They were also registered on a bestiality website as well. What? And were turning dates with guys who like to fuck animals as well. We've come to find out in the subsequent investigation. Yeah, I mean, you if you selling pussy, you know what I'm saying? It's like you can't really like... I mean, I guess you can, but you know, you know, like Burger King and re- refuse service if you ain't got no shirt, no shoes, no shirt, no <laughs> shoes, no service. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like yeah. lambs. <laughs> Hold on, my nigga. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no lambs. I'm saying a chicken. That's a whole different story. Yeah, my fuck is this shout out, man. 2018 is crazy. Yeah, so it was a uh, Shanday Claremont, which I don't, I couldn't pick these hoes out of a lineup. Um, you know, telling which one is which, but yeah, they ran racked up 20k in uh, charges post mortem. Uh, rest in peace, this poor guy. Well, nobody even knows his fucking name. Yeah, how about it? He's just some rich, rich dead guy in uh, New York City. What's crazy is the what's the chick's names that's on the Drake song. Kiki, yeah. What's the oh, chick? City Girls? One oh, of them. JT. One aggravated, of them. Uh, aggravated identity theft. Yeah, she's she. Did she turn herself in? Yeah, and I, yeah. I was, when I saw that shit, and I'm just like, think about how crazy that is. Like, this nigga takes y'all and puts y'all on a song that winds up becoming the number one song in the country, and now you about to go do two years for a stack. Yeah, and I'm like. We make some stupid piss the poor song decisions. The dropped yo. on Thursday night slash Friday morning. She had to turn herself in on Friday. They gave her like an extra four days. <laughs> I guess the judge heard the song. I was, was like, like, oh right, shit, yeah, you no, this, this, you're on lit. <laughs> Be back here Monday though, bitch. Yeah, handle your personal affairs, <laughs> yeah. whore. See you on Monday. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they 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 asked her for a, they asked the judge for a month. The the lawyer, of course they did, and was like, yo, look, we, we trying to go chase these bags real yeah, quick. Like, let us get the album done. Da, da, that way, when she by the time she come on, we'll be on the second album. Album and the tour judge like all right cool the fuck out like y'all ain't that <laughs> y'all bad, pushing but. it <laughs> y'all tripping you know what I'm saying yeah she had to go to jail and I'm like that's how crazy life can be yes like a dumbass decision for a stack derail your whole she shit. derail your whole look at Shiggy just off the dance this nigga's at the ESPYS fucking around like he just fucking around on some shit right yeah. now and it's like. We're gonna get to that. Y'all weird, but we we're gonna get to that a little bit later. But it's like, yeah, it's like you do some stupid shit and it really just like 
Yo, I said this in the group chat this week. On the whole, not individually, because some of y'all have sense, but on the whole, the present day black person is so stupid. My st- you gotta you, watch my story you that you I did. You damn near don't blame people for taking advantage I'm of I'm like us. the black race is doomed. I said I was like, we're doomed. I was like, well, y'all are doomed. Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I'm gonna be all right. I'm not black. <laughs> I don't have anything so to do listen, with this. right, real quick. We was just talking this this afternoon, this morning slash this afternoon in our group chat, and we like, yo, they fucking closed the North Miami Beach zone, blah blah blah. Already, I'm like, damn, this sucks. We live in a police state, blah blah blah. My fuckers can't even do nothing recreational. This, this, and that. I go on Instagram, <laughs> and the first video on my homegirl page I see is y'all acting a fool at the North Miami fucking beach shit, yeah. and I said, shut the whole cooking operation down. <laughs> Fuck everything I said. I take it back. You're absolutely right. PPD, do your thing. Shut yeah. this shit down. Like, y'all are fucking park apes, man. <laughs> y'all don't have no motherfucking sense. Yo, why is your first reaction to twerk on everything? Yeah. On a Wednesday night, no doubt. The black race. Ain't man. nobody got to be to work tomorrow. Work. The fuck is that? Yo, I know the unemployment rate here is probably like twenty eight percent for black folks. Was, Nobody has a job. I was gonna go a little higher. I was gonna. I was gonna be. On, I was gonna be, be on some old white man shit. I was gonna go a little higher. Uh, Sixty. But all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate to be to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, boy. Yo, but I'm becoming that bull. I'm, I'm, I'm yes. Like when I'm in my private, yo, boy, you should hear me. I'm becoming it's, that bull, man. It's it's some of the shit I see and some of the things that go on. It really is just like y'all nightmares. Like when I see kids getting shot up and shit, j- just like it was a situation last week in West Philly where it was like it was five shootings in a three block in a seven block radius or some shit within ninety minutes. I'm like, it's on like a Tuesday night. Like, what type of crime spree are you on, my man? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going <laughs> Real on? Here? Shit. And then you see situations where it's like they shut down the North. Uh, Philly Miami Beach shit situation they didn't shut it down but they basically they can't have like it's not open to the public right, right, right. like it's their property so they can do what they want on it but having a bunch of niggas show up no we can't yeah. do that then like you can't have block parties in certain parts of the city and it's just like y'all see these things and y'all like oh man they drawling on us but then y'all turn around and it's like they, seven <laughs> people got shot here last night they put night. out an ordinance no block parties or large cookouts in Southwest Philly. The day after they put the ordinance out, somebody had a fucking cookout in Southwest in a yeah, in a plain clothes shop. Got, 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 got shot. Y'all are fucking nightmares. Y'all bugging. It's like every time they they're like, yo, niggas, here's the rules, niggas. Y'all immediately breaking the rules. I said earlier on Twitter and I put it on my IG story. I'm like, all right, here's the news flash. The stop the violence videos aren't stopping the violence. Yeah. Now what? Because y'all same motherfuckers that's making these videos won't go outside and talk to the niggas nah. that's doing the shoot. You the made film. the video and you kind kind of went viral because that's what y'all old aspirations are in life is to go viral. All right, you went viral. A couple rappers, you know, retweeted you or whatever, whatever. Now there was eight shootings tonight. Now what? And, and you back to eating pork and beans. And Nothing it's just changed. And, it, and it's just like where do we step in? And you know. Like, all right, no, we got to actu- actually change things. Things should change. And it's, it's just bonkers. Because I sit back and I'm, I'm literally looking at the news the other day like, like, damn, you can't do shit. No. 
You have a whole community of rappers in Philadelphia right now sitting at home right this second like, how can I go viral? That's all. How can I go viral? The same nigga that just told us that violence was bad and we needed to stop it just made a video smacking his about a domestic violence video beating his girl. Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah. He made another video straight he barking at us through the screen with the John with the cuffs when he had I the 30 actors. I seen one John where the it was like a fight between some girls and the moms was piping up the fight. And then the bull came and stopped all of it and was like, you the parent, you the parent, y'all let him fight. You go in the house and you go back down the street. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, 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 and I'm like, how do you even, it's little kids in the video. And I'm just like, no, it, it, it's, it's just mind boggling at how all people want to do <laughs> in 2018 is be seen on Instagram. Yes. That's I, it. I barely can get six motherfuckers to go to Six Flags. How the fuck are y'all <laughs> able to get 30 so people true. to be a part of a bullshit yo. ass video production for Instagram? <laughs> like, yo, you're going to look dumb as shit, but watch this, though. I need you to stand right here and hold this, uh, the bull, this the, mop stick. The bull video where he's smacking a chick, I, she was like in the comments like, yeah, my mouth really do be reckless. And I'm like, what? Y'all are nightmares. <laughs> what? Like, all y'all want to do is be seen. Y'all don't want to affect shit, really change shit. Y'all don't want to put the work in for nothing. And it's just like me and you get chastised for it. Me, oh, you man. love. They they hate our guts because it's like we see right through the silly shit from the rip. Like y'all be like, oh, this is so deep. The day this, this shit start breaking, we was like, this is bullshit. Then Rich Dollar just made a video the other day, and I'm like. Yes, absolutely. But it was bullshit the first time it happened. Like, you didn't need to see 77 of them to realize it was bullshit if you got any fucking sense. Yeah, you, it, it don't take you that long. Because he, they, he, they sending them to his inbox. I know he tired of yeah. it. <laughs> they probably asking him to be in the videos, and that's why he got mad at me. It's the equivalent <laughs> of a snap call in poker. Call. I can see the bullshit. <laughs> I, I know this already. This shit is just what it is. And it's like I said yesterday in the group chat, it's like, these shits get more and more ridiculous every day. Yes. Like, it's Wednesday, and this shit is more ridiculous than the Jones we seen on Monday. And it's got me on a tip like, what's going to happen on Saturday? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? What about next Tuesday? Like, shit just ain't going to stop. They be, and, we using live bullets next and, Tuesday. And, and, and this goes to the y'all weird with the whole Shiggy getting 250 from Drake. It's like that Hard. was the most ridiculous shit I saw the entire week. And it's like people don't understand is whoever made that dumbass. Uh, it wasn't even a meme. I'm, I would say like a fake, fake news, news fake, poster, fake, yeah. fake news headline. Whoever made that and whoever posted that. I hate all of y'all. Yes. Because all that does, never mind the fact that Drake is a fucking genius. Shiggy, I'm assuming he has to be some type brilliant because he's, he's a talented young right. nigga. If there was a monetary exchange, neither one of them would disclose this information. Nobody's. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Claiming it. No one. 
Y'all see this. You don't know where it come from. You don't know any type source that's reputable that's putting this shit out. There isn't one. There isn't one. <laughs> y'all take this, put it on Instagram, and everybody's like, yo, that's what's up. See, that? that's what the power of the internet, that's how you do it. See, you stay true to your dream and all this garbage. And now y'all like Drake again. And, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, that. But people don't even realize is all this does is influence a whole generation of morons to who sit more, around yeah. and like, see, you go viral you get a bag get the big bag get the guns come on (laughs) y'all it's just stupid it's so crazy because people literally don't understand money no and i'm tired of i'm 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 sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but it's it the 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 part that fucks me up is it's the entrepreneurs it's the move makers it's the tastemakers of the city that don't like how are you this stupid but you teach seminars (laughs) on how to be smart because they talking to stupider people than them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shit is crazy. It's the American dream. You stupid. Yo. You find some stupider people and finesse them. Get them to engage with your dumbass message oh. and finesse them. The my biggest issue is y'all do not understand money. No. For two hundred and fifty thousand, you can have a prominent political figure murdered on television. You know what I said to my homie at work? Cause he he's stupid and he comes up. He's like, "Yo, you see the young boy that did that dance? Drake gave him two hundred and fifty k. I'm he's like that shit crazy. And I'm like, so what you're telling me is Drake paid him more than the producer? And he was like, Yeah, I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> and he was like, I'm gonna see if this shit true and start looking. I'm just Trap like, money. Benny probably got five racks. I'm like, you should have did that before, <laughs> before you get, came over here and talking see to me. See how you walked up here. <laughs> Or with no facts, I need you to spin it around. And, and, and that's my, I'm like, so you telling me Drake gave this guy more than the producer of the song? Let me go think of Let me take it to the head real quick. I'll be back in a second. This shit was the most irresponsible news headline I've ever seen in my life. Like, Shiggy lived in his basement with his mom and his cats in Queens. Y'all going to have every dirty nigga from Queens and Far Rockaway looking for him. A nigga will, DMX said it best, a nigga will kill you over what they think you got. Mm. They going to murder Shiggy about a quarter M because niggas think that whatever money you got, you got it on you at all times. Oh, Drake gave him a brown bag with a quarter <laughs> mil in it. Run it, Shiggy. And do that dance real quick before I pop your nut ass. Y'all going to get Shiggy you, kidnapped. You, you know what I have like a weird little, uh, you know how like people got weird like, uh, what's it called? Um... Like when they like smelling gasoline and yeah, shit yeah, like weird that. smells. No, no, not no smell, but just like a weird little idiosyncrasy. Yeah. When I see a stupid ass post, I have to go into the comments to see if I can like <laughs> spot any of my stupid ass followers in there. And I'm going on these posts this week and I'm just like, yo, I got some real dumb ass. Follow- like, Jesus Christ. I'm talking about like. Somebody had posted that shit the other day, and the chick was in the comments like, yo, this is the best news I got all day. And I'm like, it's a, this news isn't for you. <laughs> I'm like, your life stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. Like, Shiggy getting 200, a fake 250K fake, from Drake is the best news you got all day. And then I thought about it like, her baby father is probably a trying to go viral <laughs> idiot. <laughs> so it's like, yo, my, be- my baby father might. There's hope. There's hope for us that last. <laughs> it's crazy. But like when the dad got a good job on Good Times, finally! Diggy! <laughs> what you was about to say, too? I was going to say, let's say you go viral. Like, what's next? That'd be what, my what, joint. What, like, what skills are you going to use to 
continue getting more money in. Like it's like if you call off and make like an amazing casserole or lasagna, you still have to get out there and sell it <laughs> and start a restaurant. It's like, all right, yeah, you did this, but now what? now what? Yeah, that's my whole thing in life. Motherfucker, tell you, I'm when I see you, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. I'm I'm gonna stab you. I'm gonna kill you. Da, da, da. Okay, and then what? You gonna go to jail or somebody gonna blow your fucking brains out for doing all of that to me? Is this what you really want to do? I didn't look at it like that. I know you didn't. Have a nice day. It's real. People really just don't think past what's right, now, right what's there. Right in front yeah, of them. Yeah, like we talk about all the time, secondary thinking. Like people just cannot go to the next. And 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 it's like I've gotten to the point where like I told you I just had to start blocking people on Twitter because it's like. <laughs> When I do this, people will be like, oh, you hate everything. And I'll be like, no, I love shit. This water is, I like, I, I like, I, I love things. My thing is, I just have a low tolerance for, for silly shit. Yeah. So it's like, if I see something and I know this is garbage, like, uh, what movie was that with uh, Pacino, with Sosa? Uh, Scarface. Scarface. My associate spotted his garbage. They hung him right out of a helicopter. <laughs> we ain't even giving you a chance to explain this shit. Yeah. And he like, you with the you with this Chivato or not? He like, I never liked this pussy. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's like, we ain't got time for it. Like, we spotted his garbage. We're going to go kill him. Right. What's up with you? And it's like, yeah, like, I, I just don't have a, a tolerance for, like, goofy shit. Because I know there's nothing at the end of this. I know there's, you're not about to do, like, I... You know, Carl's our homie, and we talk a lot, like how the city is like undergoing a vicious change for the oh, yeah. for all the wrong things, and it's like all of these prominent figures aren't doing a goddamn thing. But then they'll get on the timeline and tell you, "Yo, we gotta do X, Y, Z. We gotta do this." And the third, and I'm telling you, I went out there. Me and me, Carl and Kev helped raise money for the young boy when he got shot. Motherfuckers wasn't helping with that shit. Right. When we went out there, it was me, him, love. Uh, my man Ray, older brother, like Mike, all it, like it, like I didn't see none of them out there. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a lot of situations that go on in y'all neighborhoods. Y'all don't be a part of. Like, oh shit, that's crazy. Unlocks a lot. Damn, that's wild. And go ahead about your beer. So it's like, don't get on the timeline telling me all this crazy, and then I'd be like, this is bullshit. No, I'm not hating. No, <laughs> no, I'm not hating. <laughs> no, I'm not. I promise, I'm not hating. Promise you. You hating is such a lazy argument And it's just like the go to You either dick riding or you hating It's no in between There's no gray area It's no You might have a point It's no nothing Can't nobody see past their own perspective To understand where other people is, is coming from And it's so fucking annoying It's ridiculous man Like But we could be here all day with that I'm not sp- spending too much time on that Y'all just need to get it the fuck together Absolutely Uh, You wanna talk about Drake and these numbers man yeah. Uh, well, I want to. I, I want you. you how you want to do this? It doesn't matter. You go. All right. You go. Um, for an album that people told me was the biggest piece of shit ever, and for me to know the way that these numbers get crunched and calculated as far as like chart purposes and sales and all of that shit, and the fact that it has to come from like seven or eight different sources in order to get to these numbers. He sure is making y'all look silly right now because the consensus on the internet is that 
there is no consensus. There's mixed reviews on this particular album. And I've had people tell me they flat out hate this album and then tell me seven name seven songs that they like. I've had people tell me that it's a classic <laughs> and can only name two songs. Mm-hmm. And then I've had people like me and Matt that are like, it's not his best work, it's not his worst work, but he's kicking everybody's ass. And uh, last night, Somebody brought up the point to me to say for Drake's album to be quote unquote so bad, it sure is the only shit that's sticking compared to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Kanye threw five albums out into the atmosphere. The only one that stuck was Pusha T for seven weeks. And now nobody's not talking about that no more, neither. Mm-hmm. So it's like for this to be so horrible in the piece of shit album. A lot of people are streaming these songs. A lot of people are watching these videos. A lot of people are buying his album on iTunes and on Spotify and on this and on that. And it's like the the it's it's popular argument. The the it's only because he's popular argument is bullshit because Jay-Z once upon a time had an album that sold 770,000 copies the first week. It's called Kingdom Come. The very next week it sold 80,000 because people realized, holy crap, this is a piece of shit. Yeah, this joint kind of stinks. And this kind of stinks. And I'm, I'm not going to keep doing this to myself and subjecting myself to this bullshit. The shit sold 80,000 copies the second week. It's the biggest fall in the history of the recording of the Billboard chart. So for Drake to have his second week be better than everybody except Kendrick Cole and all the elite guys first As far week, as streaming, it's better than theirs. It's better. It's yeah. just like, y'all stories is like not really like the best, up the right The best now. streaming weeks ever, like they said the other night on yeah. Chart Data, number one was Scorpion first week, number two was Beer Bongs and Bentleys, uh, what's his name? Post. Post Malone. And number three is Scorpion's second, second week. week. <laughs> and that's better than KOD, Damn, more life and views and I'm just like god damn like this is my thing with this album and uh you know if y'all hate Drake you're probably gonna fast forward this because I'm it's just keeping it a bean this album is probably gonna go down as the biggest album of this generation here's why I say this again I'm not just throwing shit out here come the facts it's the first album to ever do a billion streams in a week it did a billion in a week. He broke a record that has stood since 1989. Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation had seven top 10 songs. Not at once, but in all. The album right. had seven top 10 songs. This is the first album, period, in 30 since years. 89 to have seven top 10 hits. Do you know how many classic rap albums have come out since 89? Yeah. The cr- I'm talking about the chronic, like, all like changing more money, more problems. Nigga, m- it was written m- more m- fucking <clears throat> the Marshall Mathers LP, the Black Album, <laughs> Get Rich or Die Trying, like monster Daddy smash and <laughs> albums. And you could leave rap and go to Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Maroon Five, One yeah. Direction, Adele. Taylor Swift, Adele. No one since '89 <laughs> has had seven top ten hits on an album. This nigga had seven at one time. Yes. The most that have ever happened before that were the Beatles in '64. They had five top ten hits at one time. My man just took down a record that stood since '89 and '64. What the fuck? It was the number one album in 92 countries. I'm not the smartest man, <laughs> but as far as I know, it's 187 countries registered on earth. Right. If you do 92 divided by 187, move the decimal over to... About 49%. 50, 56. Like, fifth, over half of the world, 
That album was number one in that country. He put out 25 songs on the album. All 25 songs charted. All 25 songs charted in the top 51. Yeah. Ratchet Happy Birthday was the lowest performing song on the album. It was the number 51 song on the Billboard Hot 100. God's Plan was number one for 11 weeks. He knocked God's Plan out of number one with Nice, nice For what? what. Nice <laughs> For What has gone number one four different times. It's the first song in the history of life as humans have lived on this planet that a song has gone number one four, four different, different times. times. Right. Thriller didn't go number one four different times. Nice For One is the number what? He not, Number one, he knocks it out with In My Feelings. He got three number one songs on this album alone. It's like... It's just total domination. And this ain't in a dry era. This is in a motherfucking summer where Kendrick, I mean, uh, J. Cole dropped, Jay-Z and Beyonce dropped, Future dropped, Kanye dropped, Pusha T dropped, the whole good music fucking dropped. Nas dropped. Nas dropped. It's just like he did this when everybody was out and everybody had to tuck that shit in. It really, for me, it's just not even an argument. And my biggest thing, like my man says, shout out to Roe. I completely forgot this. He was like, the thing that irritates me with the people who hate Drake, when you tell them about the numbers and the streams, they'd be like, oh, that don't mean nothing. But he's like, I remember 2007, the first BET Hip Hop Awards. Jay-Z was actually at, he never <laughs> comes to the Hip Hop Awards anymore. He was there. But he was there and he got on stage and he said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. And niggas, rant, like niggas love that. And it's like, yeah, the numbers don't lie until they work in a favor of a motherfucker that you, you don't can't like. stand. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, fuck the numbers. But it's like, <clears throat> no, that motherfucker's annihilating the charts. He's annihilating the radio. He's annihilating the club he's annihilating the fucking Forbes list nigga made 92 last year and probably do that shit again he just signed a check for 40 yeah it's like no I'm sorry that was the old check well the new check is I think four albums 30 of pop with Universal Music Group it's just crazy (laughs) it's like you literally talking about somebody that's just total domination and like my man Mark says shout out Mark he's like I fully understand it now because he was like I never really got into this whole billboard chart shit but he's like I'm really looking at it now and he was like yo I can really understand why motherfuckers just cannot stand this motherfucker he's like look at Push who literally put all his energy into trying to just like dismantle this nigga yeah he was like, Pusher's best hit on Billboard was Runaway on Kanye's album. That's the highest entry he's ever had on Billboard. That was a number 12 song. In My Feelings, the number one song in the country. He was like, that means Kiki, Do You Love Me, is bigger than anything Pusher's done in his career. In 18 that, years. That's got a sting when you hate a motherfucker. And it's just like, Drake on some not even trying can go number one. It's just bonkers. Like yeah. that's that's nuts when you really sit back and think <clears throat> and about really this what shit. it comes down to is, and I know a, a, a lot of listeners are gonna be mad at me for this. The whole thing that what it comes down to is it's jealousy. And it's jealousy being spurned by y'all favorite artists that's trickling down to y'all. Yeah. Kanye, Pusha, Jay Z are all the fuck miserable and Puff jealous too. Like this man. Motherfuckers was grinding Puff up when he congratulated because Puff was, and I'm like, that's another part that's funny. Seeing DJ drama in Drake comments, like, it's time. Yeah, like, nigga. Like, nigga, if you don't get your dick riding ass out of here. Like, Puff congratulated him. Motherfuckers was going at Puff head on that fucking post. Like, man, get your bitch ass out. Because they looking for more, av- they looking for more advocates for the hate train. And, and, People, oh, Puffy smacked him, da 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 da. All right, cool. Whatever. We wasn't there. Whatever happened. Sam Sneak reported, said, well, cool. 
Puffy went on that motherfucking breakfast club and was like, I love Drake. Drake's the best artist out. He's my favorite artist. I don't want no problems with Drake because you know why that motherfucking courtesy call went out and he said, oh, Drake is family. And if you want to put your hands on my family, that leave your family up to be touched. Oh, I'm going to change my whole motherfucking tune. And Puffy's a gangster. Gangster niggas told me that he's a sissy, but he's a gangster. Was yeah. their exact words. And Puff had the whole he, goddamn Crips in his pocket. And he, at one point. he heard he heard that Jay Prince shit, and he changed his tune on Drake. So it was like, yo, you trying to push? Them. I knew honestly, the internet just might not for be, be for me when I see motherfuckers like, who the fuck is Jay Prince? And I'm just like, you know, the usher. yeah, <laughs> like really, the Nick Young John, everything is like, like what. <laughs> <laughs> I really just was like, yeah, this internet shit. Nigga, t- nigga wet, told man. me Jay Prince is known for selling wolf tickets. I said, damn, y'all a different breed. Yeah. He only did that to his own people. I said, well, remember the joint I showed y'all with a bull was like he was trying to prank him, <laughs> and he called his stuff. And he nigga said, I left Texas. Man, nigga just calmly said, where you at? Where you at? <laughs> where you at? <laughs> What if I do this <laughs> shit over the phone, dog? Anyway, so, oh, you I know where, I you, know where at. you at. <laughs> I'm on my way. Turn this car around. I'm on my way, man. He said, this, he said, that shit scared the shit out of me. He said, this nigga just real calm. Where you at? <laughs> but yeah, but it's like, you, you look at, you know, you look at all these guys and it's like, yo, y'all all got, uh, y'all all got y'all separate issues, whatever that y'all want to make with the man, but it all really comes down to jealousy and the fact that he's not breaking bread with none of y'all. Kanye, you, you fucking go and you beg Drake, come to Wyoming, do this, do this, do this. We can't find a hit, blah, blah, blah. He give you the best song on your fucking album. Arguably the best song on your terrible ass fucking album. And... Soon yeah, like as he said on the dubby freestyle, I just left from there putting pen to the sheet. Soon as like, he leaves, now y'all formulate this. We putting out all these albums and this and this and that. Oh, Drake doing twenty five songs. We gonna do thirty. Like everything that these niggas is doing is in direct correlation to what he's doing. Y'all tried to flood the market to try to drown out what he was putting out, and it didn't fucking work. None of y'all shit stuck. No. None of it except Pusha. Pusha's the only one that stuck around, and that's because he was the. Battering ram that knocked down the the, the door. You know mm-hmm. I'm saying for the Trojan horse. So to 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 come in and and knock some chinks into Drake's armor. But then once you go back and then you read the Rolling Stone story and then you realize like oh hey, you read the Rolling Stone story and then you realize like March 14th was done on March 14th yeah. and Kanye heard it and then Kanye. That's the part that really really into- like the fact that he came to Wyoming. Mind you, it's like I'm coming here to lend a helping hand. Yeah. Cause you want some like man, we can I, I call Jersey. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Jersey show up. In the middle of his album situation, here I come, come do this. I get here, yo, let me play the song for you. Oh yeah, what's this? It's called March 14th. It's about the day I found out that you know my son is you know like I actually got a son. You know what I'm saying? And you know I'm I'm gonna do this whole press run with Adidas. You know what I'm saying? Like to like you know put it out there, and he tell you this, and then he bounced from there, <laughs> and then you know you know infrared is coming because you're you producing, producing it. <laughs> you you know you're producing it and executive producing like, it. Like you know infrared is coming. So it's like he leaves from Wyoming, y'all drop infrared, and he like the fuck the fuck. <laughs> so he dropped Duppy. 
damn, like, if, if you feel like that, for me working with a nigga on a couple of Vs, how do you feel about the nigga that's making your beats? I've done shit for him I thought I would never, you know, he never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out like, and get him from me. me. I pop style for 30 hours, then let him repeat. I just left him over there putting pen to the sheet. Like, it's it's the truth. That's God's honest truth. What yeah. happened? Then you like, yo, you know he played me the John about his son. And Push like, what? Yeah, you got a kid with the porno, bitch. Ah. ah, and it's like, y'all weird as shit. Man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> y'all weird. I see somebody the other day was like, yo, Push been nice for years, but y'all all just became fans because for, of this one particular reason. And he's like, y'all weird as shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, like I told you, I love Push. I love the clips. Like, I, that was one of my favorite fucking groups. But it's like, I ain't just become a Push fan because of that. It's like, if anything, I was on a tip like, Nah, push like you. You way better than this lyrical. Yeah, and the thing like, is, why like, are we doing this? My man Esco, my old head, he loved Push. That's his favorite rapper. And throughout that whole beef, he texting me, he calling me, he like, that ain't it. Like he, he's he's as far as Push go, he like that ain't it. That shit not hot. That shit is bullshit. Push, he like push her on Big Boy, sounding like a bitter baby mom. Pushes on here, sounding crazy. Like it's jealousy. And then the crazy part is for me, like uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? Yesterday, I sent you the uh, the the two a.m. freestyle Drake just yeah. did that shit. He, he was uh, where he showed up from yeah, the yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, cause I my, my homie sent it to me like, yo, why is this nigga on fire like this? And I I'm like, the fuck is this? He's like, it just came out the other night. The nigga was drunk two o'clock in the yeah, morning. Charlie Sloss. Yeah, and, and went over to the fucking radio and just started ripping it freestyling shit. I'm like, so I listen. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, this shit hot. And you know how like you watch it on YouTube and it got recommended videos. Yeah. And it was Pusher T on. Breakfast Club. This is right before he did the story added on. He did the infrared. Yeah. So I clicked on it because I'm like, damn, I never even watched this, John. So I clicked on it. All the recommended videos, it's Pusher T interviews on all these different places. <laughs> about and it's Drake. all about Drake. And I'm just like, yo, that's really like the angle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, fuck mommy. Fuck the. And it, the crazy part is, uh, What's his album called? If, they, Daytona. Daytona. It's is excellent. good as shit. Like, I'm listening to it the other day. Like, if you know, you know, is all that. I love that. I love uh, games we play. I hate the John with Ross. Um, Santeria. Santeria Santeri is out of this fucking world. The only part of Santeria I don't like is that beat change at the end. But that when it, that, dum, dum, that, that shit was perfect. Uh, what would Meek do is, uh, and then Infrared was high as shit. But it's just like, the album for me, like when he told Charlemagne, I got everything across I wanted to get in the seven songs, I'm like, he lying. It's like, it's just impossible to do that in right. seven songs. Even like Nas, John, like when Nas' album really starts heating up. It's over. It's over. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, dog, like seven songs, just not it. Even Jay said it on the fucking Carter's album. Seven songs ain't it. It's just not. That ain't it, homie. And he was, he was talking about Kanye, but just in general, seven songs ain't it. It just ain't it. And literally, and, and like people was like, all those fans that hate Drake, oh no! Nah, see you, you do seven songs because people don't got an attention span no more. It's 2018. You can't get motherfuckers to pay attention to more than 10, 13 songs. Yeah, then Drake got the 25 nigga just out of 25, and out it's of like they paying attention to all them shits. <laughs> The bullshit songs yeah. is charting higher than y'all shit. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, uh, three or f however many, four weeks we were, three weeks removed from Scorpion or whatever. My, June 29th. Yeah, my honest, three weeks now officially. My my assessment is it's f it's four to six songs too long, depending on what day I listen to it. Like summer games, like certain Jones is just like. Yeah, I could uh, do without summer games. 
the uh, the John with the, with the Nicki Minaj shit on the hook, the verses are hot. Yeah. I don't get why he did what he I mean, did. It's with Nicki. The, it's just folks. Right. But it's like certain joints is like, all right, we could have did without that. Y'all let that. your baby father hold your car when you're at work. <laughs> it's like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if we if we get rid of that four or six, change the uh, the layout of it or whatever, the, the track list or whatever a little bit, it's an excellent album. I, I said because it. Because it's, I, a, it's I said an eight it. out of ten as constructed. I said it to you. The album has seven perfect songs on it. I like there ain't too many albums that drop that just have set like yeah, I'm not like nonstop is perfect. God's plan is perfect. Nice for what is perfect. Jaded is perfect. Um After Dark. After Dark is fucking perfect. It's like it's really perfect fucking yeah. joints on there. And, and and when we say perfect records, we mean something that's so musically sound you don't Tweak it or touch it. Nothing you don't has remix to be it. Done Nothing to has to be done to it. You don't got to revisit it. It's just what the fuck it is. It just the flow on nonstop is 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 retarded. Out of this world. It's out of this fucking world. Fucking God's plan melody. Like it, you could lie all you want. Everybody out there has said. She said, "Do you love me?" I told her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. Like this, just like when you got that. Like remember that John? Uh, me and you used to we used to argue this all the time. This was before the podcast when uh ASAP Rocky John came out. Uh, what was his joint with a uh, two oh, chains? Uh, fucking and problems. Fucking problems came out. Me and Chad one day for like five hours argued. Drake I said and, Drake and, had and, the and best Kendrick. verse on that song. Chad said no, it was Kendrick. And I'm like, dog. Drake was flowing. He's like, he was flowing, but Kendrick had that girl. You know, you won't this. Like he had the line that DJs it, cut in on that. He line. like he had that shit that it hit. And it's like the more and more I listen to it, I love the way Drake was rapping on there. But I'm like, Kendrick, Kendrick stole the show. <laughs> like Kendrick he stole the nasty. show. And it's like some songs you don't like. That's what I'm upset became. You don't got to lyrically tear down a house all the time. Yeah. But if you say the right line at the right time, this shit is about to be a classic. Yeah. It's just the way like, it go for some music. Lil Wayne is the king of that shit. Big ass chopper. Call that bitch be like the moments. Fofo Bulldog, my motherfucking pet. Like he I had, got, he got, I got one moments. that if, if we was doing that, like I got one where Weezy would literally go into the Hall of Fame for it. Live on Sunday, King of Diamonds Monday. Like that shit has spawned a life. Yeah, like, a lifestyle. Niggas straight <laughs> making money off of that <laughs> phrase. It's like real shit. Live on Sunday, King of Diamonds Monday. Motherfuckers can't even, it's people who can't even tell you what song that is. Right. But they know you're supposed to go to Live on Sunday <laughs> and then King of Diamonds Monday. Yeah. That shit real. And it's like, that's what music is. Sometimes it's not about a lyrical, diabolic thing because if that was the case Mr. Cheeks would be in the top 10 because right. he's one of the best lyric right. he's one of the most lyrically gifted storytellers ever but Mr. Cheeks ain't got no fucking God's plan you right. know what I'm saying but you, you know and, and it's funny you bring up Mr. Cheeks because what's Mr. Cheeks biggest song of his career uh as far as the billboard it's a uh, light scam reaction the song where he ain't rapping on it well, he was rapping, but it wasn't like it wasn't like it Renee wasn't, or no it, shit. Yeah, it or, wasn't no deep or, uh, What was they first one? Lifestyles of the Richest Shameless. Yeah. Like it wasn't none of that shit. Yeah, it's just, it, like when you dumb your shit down and peel it back a little bit. Those are your biggest records. Nas, Street Dreams, Nas. If I ruled the world, it's like we know Nas could tear niggas head off, heads off with lyrics. All right, cool. again, Jay Z said I dumbed down my lyrics to, to double, double my, my dollars. dollars. Y'all, y'all, we loved it. <laughs> 
Jay literally got five songs where the title has Jigga in it on <laughs> Blueprint. We love this shit. I was just talking we about that yesterday. We don't give a fuck how stupid this song is. Yo, Wale peeled back the onion on that and ruined the Blueprint for me. I can never yeah. hear it the same way no more. He was like, yo, I love Jay. He said, but he said, he's like, he's like, you know, I make a record like Golden Salvation where I'm really like describing like a Jesus piece in terms of like being a trophy to a hood nigga and this and that and the 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 with the deeper meaning of what it is to me versus somebody that's from a different Different culture and all that. He said, but on the blueprint, Jay, five of them jumps is like, whole lot, whole veto, jigga my I, I nigga, remember, jigga I remember, that nigga. I remember like, we was at the park. Shout out my man Aaron, because I know he listened to this shit. We was at Elmwood, niggas out there playing ball shit. He came up to me because I'm on a bench, like fucking around. Rod was out there with us or whatever. And it was like a summer league game going on. We just on the bench talking yeah. shit, whatever. And my man A, like, yo. Because I made a post on Facebook about Jay falling off and like nobody wants to really keep it a bean. But like lyrically, Jay is Jay. He's always going to be a good rapper. But like as far as like the way he went about constructing raps, it just completely changed after yeah. volume two. And he was like, you really, really think Jay like on some like he he not, I'm like, dog, do you realize that at one point Jay-Z said. My mind is infested with sick thoughts that circle like a Lexus. If driven wrong, it's sure to hurt you. Dual level like duplexes. In unity, my crew and me commit atrocities like we got immunity. You guessed it. Manufested intangible goods. Platinum Rolex that we don't lease. We bought a whole car. As you should. Like Jay really lyrically. And if you listen to the blueprint, Jay said, Jay, hey, mommy, help me say it now. Why? Z, mommy, don't be playing with me. I'm like, how much Chris is this nigga <laughs> drinking? Like, this ain't even close to like the old lyric. And I'm like, dog, like it was is a shift but understand that when you go in a party you ain't trying to hear yeah, you ain't trying to, you hear, ain't trying to hear I'm uh, trying to hear Clue and some clips from but Nori. when they cut on yeah. Jay A you like oh yeah. <laughs> like it's just yeah. a different uh, uh, thing I'm trying to hear Big and some cuts from Nori and, and you, you keep, keep talking, talking over, over the beat, beat like Clue like, like real shit so I get it but at the same time we can't judge it against the shit that I fell in love with and I'm supposed to love this because now looking back when you listen to the blueprint and the blueprint 2 it's like yeah we did uh, 11 songs in 4 days nigga it's Sounds like it. Yeah. You should have fucking went back. And, and it's like, honestly, when I look at Drake, like, did you see Charlemagne and Rat Radar and them, uh, Eric Schultz, Andrew Schultz and them? No. They had the Rat Radar niggas on their podcast last week. I saw it. I'm they, I can't watch all of them. I, I, I only watched a <laughs> clip where they were discussing Scorpion. And oh, I did see that. I did see Elliot that. Wilson, B, B. Dot, Charlemagne, and Charlemagne was just hating, just flat out. He just he, hates Drake. He's he just flat out hating. And Elliot Wilson was like, these dudes who we look at as like titans, because Charlemagne was like, I think Drake's catalog is getting up there, and B Dot like up there. He like, dog, I went to a concert. He got three hours of just hits, like yeah. it's just nonstop. And Charlemagne like, I mean, Jay got the best catalog, and, and I don't think Drake catalog better than Kanye's. And I'm like, Charlemagne's out this <laughs> fucking mind. <laughs> and he was like, he so he basically just saying that Elliot Wilson was like, yo, the dudes that we looked at like. We looked at Jay-Z, Ja Rule, DMX, all these dudes. It was like they were leaving from the rap charts and going on to the Billboard Hot yeah. 100. And then they were going into the top 40. But he was like, even Jay, his first number one was New Empire State of Mind with Alicia Keys. It's like that was Jay. He's like, motherfuckers that give Drake flat because he only had, what, two number ones going into this last 16, 17 months. But Jay didn't have a number one till 10 years into his career. And it's like now Drake's on a number one hot streak. Right. And it's like then it, it makes you sit back and unpack it like, yo, the dudes we looked at like, damn, he got 10 top 40 hits or Ja Rule got 13 top 40 hits. Yeah, it's Drake like got Drake got 130 <laughs> of them. Like, think about that. Think about this. Scorpion 
25 songs were all within the top 51. So realistically, Drake might have just picked up 18 top 40 hits yeah. just on the strength. And it's he like, picked up a nigga whole career on one album. In a week. <laughs> give me that. All them billion streams, all them number ones in all them countries, and all them motherfucking top 50 records. That's your in career. In one shot. I told you KOD had been out for fucking six weeks and just passed 500 million streams. That nigga Scorpion shit did a billion in a week. Like, and Drake say it on the album, I'm breaking uh, speed limits on roads that these niggas paved and it, it make them sick. And it's like, yeah, I can truly understand. Yeah. Like, you got a nigga that you hate, you can't stop him. He, he, you don't know where your girl at. He not breaking no bread with y'all. Nobody from your camp or, or, or your cousin's camp is managing him or getting none of that fucking money. It's all self-contained. And you fucking looking for any way to create a chink in his armor because the nigga just so fucking hot. But when you get desperate, that's who you get on the phone. Yeah. And Elliot Wilson said it best on the joint. If you ain't watching, you know I ain't even a big rap radar Elliot Wilson guy. But it's like he was making sense and he like, yo, when you really sit back and unpack it, he's like, Jay-Z's the God to us. But we ain't never seen a motherfucker sustain hotness like this. Ten years. He like this motherfucker gets he's getting hotter. Like, and that was my thing for this album. It's just like we saw nothing was the same. It would take care of one the Grammy and then nothing was the same was just like, whoa, like that yeah. was his best body of work to me. Me too. I love it. But then you see if you read and this is too late, middle of the night, the shit just come out and it's like the fuck. And it was like at first listen to the songs. It was like, I love some of the songs on there. 6 p.m. in New York. Uh, what was the joint with Wheezy? Uh, what was the joint with Wheezy? Used to. Like he had joints on there that was dope. Then the, the shit took off with the I was running through the six. All that shit took off. He had the joint where, you know, he was just throwing little shots at lead, you know, like he always do. And the album went platinum. It was the only album that went platinum that year or some crazy yep. shit. And it was like, all right, yeah, I think Drake, like the fact that he was leaving the deal, you know what I'm saying? Middle of the night drop with no promotion. It's like, yeah, I think Drake about to be like on some, you know, he hit his peak. He won the Grammy, right. you know, and then he signs the deal with Apple. And it's like, he runs into the situation with Meek. Yo, he don't write his raps. What? That's death for a rapper. But then you realize like, Quentin Miller's kind of a weirdo and you hear the reference tracks then you see DJ Drama Funk Flex all these motherfuckers act a fool in the whole behind the scenes shit Swiss Beats Puff all these niggas conspiring all with Meek <laughs> to like yeah, Jay we, Jay don't we, forget Jay we, Jay was the fucking leader of the cabal and they like yeah we gonna get this nigga out of here and it's like then Drake drops Charged Up and then drops Back to Back and Back to Back becomes an international smash that goes four times platinum and this nigga gets nominated for a Grammy and then Meek's response was so trash that it was like... He had to delete it from the internet. Drake posted it on the OVO page like to try to get it some more listens. <laughs> I'm like, yo, assholes. I'm like, how y'all not stabbed this nigga yet? So it's like, boom, you go through that situation and it's like, okay, Drake's got another album cycle coming up. Is the... Is the Ghostwriting shit going hurting. Damn, you know, the whole running with everybody, like niggas not fucking with him. Then views drop and it's out of this world numbers. Yeah. He does volume two numbers in a dead, like 16 was dead. It was dead. Yeah. And then he has the biggest streamed song ever, ever. <laughs> on that album. And it's like, he sells five mil, 900,000 first week. He has a, a song that breaks the streaming record on some crazy shit and it's the most streamed song ever and and that was to me was like 
I think Drake's reached the level of like hotness to where it's like I don't think he can get no hotter. Then this Scorpion shit after the Pusher T shit. Now <laughs> Immediately you got, after. Now you got Pusher T, Kanye, everybody going at you, doing all this shit. Add that into the mix of drama and Flex and Jay and Puff and everybody else. And it's just like, we talk, We just broke down the numbers. It's like, yo, you breaking records that the Beatles had in the 60s. He breaking records that Janet Jackson had in the yeah. 80s. He's breaking records that we just haven't even seen broke. Like, there ain't even nothing to compare it to because... There's never been an album with a billion streams in a week. So you can't even compare it to nothing. And I told my homie the other day, honestly, I'm a Drake fan. So I, I, I think he's like already locked up album of the year for, at the Grammys. Uh, unless Adele drop or, you know, Bruno or somebody. Right. I, maybe if Beyonce and Taylor Swift do a joint album. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm like, the album has done too much in two yeah. weeks for it to be ignored. And it's not going away because, like I said earlier, it's the only shit in the market that's sticking and, and he's literally going, he's climbing up the charts. Yeah. The first week, it was 27 songs over the Hot 100. The second week, is 25 out of 51. Yeah. He's going, and his number five song went to number one. Yeah. He's competing literally with himself. Yeah. Kanye threw 35 songs to this nigga, and they can't compete. Yeah. I told my homie the other day, I'm like, do you know how ignorant that shit is for you to have the number one, the number two, the number four, the number six, the number seven, the number eight, and the number nine song in the country? It's like, damn, when do the fatigue crack? Because all these motherfuckers, I know, I know for a fact that Get Rich or Die Trying had seven smashes on it. P.I.M.P. was a smash. 20, 21 Questions was a smash. Many In the Men Club was, a, was smash. a smash. Many Men was a smash. Wankster was a smash. How the fuck don't this do that? The Marshall Mathers LP? Stan was on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was so much shit on that. What was the genre? Uh, the Middle America. Look where it was at. Uh, White America. No, no. On that Marshall, was on Eminem. That was show. on Eminem show. Marshall Mathers LP had "I'm the Real Slim Shady." It had Stan, and it had the um. I sit back with this pack of zigzags and this bag of this weed that gives me the most mean. Whatever mean, you say, I am. Whatever you, I am. Whatever you like. He had smashes. That ain't do that. Right. Doggy style had four or five smashes on it. It ain't do that. The Chronic. The Chronic 2001. No way out. Had been around the world. Had no, out had a fucking sting sample on it. Dog. <laughs> and a it's tribute like, song to the to the greatest rapper ever. College dropout with Jesus walks and all falls down didn't do that. And it's just like yeah, like when do the fatigue set in? Because you would think just like all right, if you got twenty five songs, we you know like you got some of that shit is going to miss. Some of it going to miss. How the fuck do all of it be in the top fifty one? With that's crazy. With the quote unquote internet opinion is that at least half of it is trash, but it's still in the top fifty. <laughs> motherfuckers, the, the first night, motherfuckers on Twitter told me in my feelings was some album filler shit, and I'm like, do you realize? And I, me personally, I I don't really like the song. I mean, it's catchy, whatever. I understand the dance and all, that. but for me, I don't I don't really like the song. I, it's not in my top ten on the album. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you do realize that you saying that that song being an album filler and being trash, it's bigger than everything your favorite artist got for us. Yeah. So understand what you're saying when you say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like if we both sell dope and I'm like, you dope trash and you dope killed three fiends. It's like, I can get back in the lab, get with this shit to the oils. It's like, you got to understand that shit. Yeah. So understand what you're saying when you say some shit is trash and it's melting everything. 
everything that's out here. Straight up. Because in a summer where Jay Z and Beyonce, Future, Kanye, you're talking about the biggest names in the last 20 years Every, of black ev- music. Everybody except Kendrick is out. Everybody. Cole, uh, in a summer where all these motherfuckers drop, there ain't supposed to be that where you just seven out of ten on the top. Yeah. No, it's just not supposed to happen. Mind Jay- you, Cardi out here. Mind you, uh, uh, who else just dropped in the, like the in the, in the pop shit? Uh, hold on, because I was just looking at it. Ain't Demi Lovato? Out Demi there? Lovato. Yeah, it's like in a summer where the, all of that's going on, you ain't supposed to dominate like that. Uh-huh. I could see if there was no J, no B, no fucking Cole, maybe no no uh. Push or no uh, Tiana Taylor or whatever, but like when you got Kanye, Nas, Jay. You got a Kanye be- and fucking Cuddy album that people have been waiting for 10 years out and it's over. Nobody cares. It's over. It's off the chart. Nobody gives a fuck. It's crazy. You got the whole good music except for Sahai and Sean in the marketplace and you still couldn't even put a dent in the main shit. Yeah. That shit has got to be demoralizing. It's, like, it's, it's just not supposed to happen. It's really not. Yeah, you got like booed up. Like booed up just got to the top five. You know why? Because Drake had all that <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like think about that. Booed up just got the top. Yeah, and five. it was a no, it was number one R and B. Yeah, and it just got to the top five. Ariana Grande, like for, for, for huge her, artist for her for XXX dying for all of this shit that's going on. Drake ain't supposed to be melting y'all like that. So it's like yeah, either this album is good and y'all just full of shit, or, or everybody y'all like is shitty. Or I was gonna say, or this album is good and y'all holy <laughs> shit. So something not adding up, you know what I mean? But I don't know. It's like you just gotta respect it for what it when is. When you coagulate the numbers, it comes from so many different sources that the word of the week is coagulate. Everybody can't be wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's like YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, title, uh, Stitcher, like all these different fucking sources, radio, radio, video, television. It's like once Vivo, you, all of that goes into the formula that calculates where these songs place it. So you can't tell me that an album that has twenty five songs in the top fifty one is garbage when y'all are listening on every and fucking platform that's available. A, that's another joint that my, my homie at work had pointed out. He like, dog, if you got the number one, number two, number four, number five, number six, number seven, number eight, number nine, you got seven songs and I'm not the number five, six through nine, one, two and four. You got the top you got seven songs in the top ten. Seventy percent of the top ten. He's like that. Literally means that that shit is just playing everywhere Non-stop. and all the time. That means like when you in the car, when you at your job, that you you at the gym. He's like when you at the doctor's office, that shit is playing in that little speaker. He like that shit is playing everywhere because big time motherfuckers don't get top five hits. Like think about it. LMA with boot up just got the top five. That is a smash. Yeah. But this nigga got seven of the top ten, so it's like, as much as we've heard boot up, that means that In My Feelings is playing that much. That means that nonstop is, I was so happy nonstop was the number two song in the country, because niggas told me it was ass. And you, even you, I'm like, yo, nonstop is the shit, Yeah, yo. I was like, I don't know. Probably by the time I listened to it the third time, though, I was like, oh, no, this thing. I'm like, yo, that shit is a fucking banger. It, it sound like some 3-6 Mafia shit, and I just, I love that hook. But yeah, it's like, you just got to respect it for what it is, man, and just, Drake right now, it's... You know, 
it, I, I've never seen anything like it. Killing shit. Like, and I, I've, I've, I told you, shout out to Rod. Like, I'm talking about like back when like there wasn't even like places you could go for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about back when you had to go on like SOHH and shit like that. Like, you really had to go looking for numbers and looking for like all of the shit that went on around music. You remember Snoop did 800 grand first week and it was like, that was like, what the fuck? Like, yep. that was out of this world in the early 90s. So yeah, seeing this shit now and like your man said, uh, Murder Inc. Um, Irv. Irv Gotti said, if Drake was out when we was out 98, he'd be doing 20 every fucking record. Like yeah, you is that shit is real. Uh, where do I want to go? Oh, you don't want to go to y'all still being crazy because I know you gonna get livid on this one. <laughs> Kylie Jenner set the internet ablaze. Oh this man! Week. So Kylie Jenner is twenty years old. She's always she's gonna be nominated for Nubian White Queen of two thousand eighteen. She has she to got be- it locked up as of right now. It's between her and her sister. Yeah, it's between her and Kim and uh, Jilly. We, we Jilly from Philly. I'm like, <laughs> she she got mad at me because she wasn't nominated last year. I'm like, you know what? She's do- dedicated her Caucasian life yeah. to inner city youth. It's like, yeah, Jilly's definitely going to get a nomination at least. But Kylie Jenner, 20 years old, started a cosmetic line. Two years ago. Two years ago. Well, 19 months ago, they said, whatever. They have a valuation of $900 million. Forbes and who else had her on the cover this week? It was Forbes and I know it was Forbes. I, I know the, the Forbes shit is what everybody was all up in arms about. But anyway, because Forbes called her a self-made, self-made billionaire, yes, the youngest self-made billionaire, the youngest billionaire ever. Period. Right. But they said the youngest self-made billionaire, and that set the internet into a frenzy. People lost it. I mean, people lost it. I mean, like, lost it, lost it. Like, oh, y'all lost it, lost it. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, y'all really, really went left. What are, what are your thoughts on it? My thoughts is this. Um, I worked, when I worked, once upon a time, I worked for Enterprise, rent a car, and then Enterprise Fleet Management. For those of you that don't know, Enterprise is a Fortune 20 company, not Fortune 500, Fortune 20. They are a $7 billion company, and they are a privately held company. They do not have any publicly traded assets or holdings or anything. Sort of like Wawa. They are a privately mm. held company, Fortune 20. That company makes roughly $3 billion a year in revenue, Um what they net is not always disclosed, but they're set on its face. They're Most ex- big companies don't tell you the profits. Yeah, they just tell you the, the this revenue. is the revenue, this is the over the flip of the... Not only do they own Enterprise and Enterprise Fleet Management and Enterprise Trucking and National Rent-A-Car and, say, Alamo, a Rent-A- other, and Alamo Rent-A-Car and Enterprise Car Sharing, all of this shit, um, it's all self-sustained. And working for them, my first year in Rent-A-Car as a... Management trainee, I made $38,000. My second year as an assistant manager, I made $45,000. My third year as a uh, branch manager, I made $60,000. And when I went in the fleet, I made constantly above that. My last period of working there, I made $81,000 in seven months Mm -hmm. before I, I left and went and did my own shit or whatever. I say that to say the hardest thing you can do in life is to create a billion dollar company. Yes. There is literally nothing harder. You are better and more served to be able to complete open heart surgery, get struck by lightning twice yes. in the same place, 
Win the Powerball. Win the Powerball. Get addicted to crack and suck dick in Kensington for crack. All of those things, you could do all of those things in the same lifetime before you, before become, you become a billionaire. Yeah. And I put myself in this example to say, I know how hard I worked to drive the bottom line for myself to be able to make the equivalent of $125,000 that final year that I worked there. And I know how hard everybody else in my department worked for their money. Enterprise has a hundred some thousand employees. Kylie Cosmetics ain't got a hundred some thousand employees. So you know what that means? She's working her motherfucking ass off to be able to create this type of interest and this and to generate this type of evaluation in a company that's 19 months old. Right. The problem with. Let me give you all my credentials before I go forward in this. I have a degree in business marketing from Westchester University, AICSB, International Credit Business School. I worked for a Fortune 20 company. I worked for a Fortune 100 company when I worked for, for ADP. So I say this from experience. The type of work that it takes to do this type of shit is not easy at all. And the biggest problem I have with all of this is poor people. And when I say poor, I mean not not one percenters. Mm-hmm. Generally, poor people to middle class people discussing the affairs and the business I was, holdings. I was actually going to go to your tweet because I posted it on my IG story. I thought it was the best tweet of, of the, the week. Of the uber rich baffles me because. Chad had a tweet. said, I'm officially tired of Twitter. This shit has become the headquarters for broke, over opinionated weirdos to get their shit off. All I see all day is rich, successful people get slandered and folks trying to pass their insecurities off on others. Y'all really the fuck miserable. And I saw that and I'm like, that was like, like perfectly stated because I literally like that's what shade rooms are and baller alerts are where people will talk about. They'll post whatever deal someone has, whatever someone is doing, whatever the standard third. And it'll be people in the comments just saying anything. anything. Yeah. And you like people that have never what? people that have never earned more than ten dollars an hour discussing the affairs of a person that's running a billion dollar business. Exactly. Would you go would you go to your mechanic to work on your teeth? <laughs> Would you go to an aquarium to get a fucking massage? It's just like these these things do not go together. Yeah. Y'all are not equipped or qualified to have these conversations because you do not understand what it's like to even be a worker in a company that generates that type of money, let alone be at the head of the shit. Yeah. And my whole argument with people is that, hey, if she's not as poor people think that being self-made means you have to go through the muck and grind, be piss poor, have nothing. And then one day you wake up and you're successful. That's not what being self-made in business means. Yeah. Being self-made means that you had an idea. Or someone came to you with an idea, you either invest in your own idea and 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 mm-hmm. go, or somebody else invest in your idea because you don't have the capital to do so, but you are the main driving force behind the success of that business. Bill Gates is self-made. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg is self-made. Donald Trump, whether y'all believe it or not, is self-made. He's self-made. His father gave him, what is a million or um, two um, million? 1.2, I think. 1.2 million dollars. He could have gone... 
down to fucking uh, Hunts Point in the yeah. Bronx. Yeah. Bought unlimited pussy. Yeah. Got fucking high, shot dope, and died in a fucking Hunts Point motel. Real talk. Instead of that, he created a $3 billion empire. Yeah. That is being self-made. It's the true definition of being self-made. And the reason why black people don't fucking get nowhere on the whole is because you think you got to do everything by yourself. Or you think if somebody give you a helping hand that it makes you less of a self-made yeah. whatever. Or if you think if your cousin give you 50 racks that it's just as much of his company as it is yours and it, it devalues what you did. or d- No. Yeah. Nobody makes it on their own. No. Pat McGrath the biggest makeup artist in the history of makeup. She has a company called Pat McGrath mm-hmm. Labs. It's two years old. They said a, a European company just invested $60 million into her company. She has now a billion dollar valuation on mm-hmm. her company. Black lady or whatever. You know what? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Black lady. People are now saying, oh, well, she's the real self-made da-da-da-da-da. That's da, where da. I was about to go. I saw people post that, like, yeah, fuck out of here, Kylie. And I'm like, this is the shit we was talking about last week. Remember I was at the casino and we was talking, and I'm like, what, what the whole motherfuckers was uh, fucking up when they fucked up Le- the uh, LeBron mural. Yeah. And it's like, why the fuck can't Kobe and LeBron both be great? Yeah. And it's like, y'all, what was because the word you used? Adversarial. Adversarial. And it's like, y'all yeah, have like, adversarial personalities. It's like, personalities it's and like y'all... what the, like, you can't, like, push her and Drake. And the What's thing wrong is, with you? And the thing is this, right? Why is, why is Pat, with all these different investors putting money into her company, why is she any more self-made than Kylie is when Kylie put her own $2 million up? Did y'all hear that? Kylie put her own $2 million up. Because it's like, oh, well, Kylie came from a rich family. And it's like, yeah, most people on on statistics, <laughs> if you come from an affluent family, you have a better shot of winding up on drugs. On skid fucking row. Bef- than you do of being a billion dollar yes. CEO. Yes. Andy Reid's kids. Like you, you, that's, that's you the living legit. on the main, you living on the main line. Y'all go to the NFC championship every year. Y'all went to the Super Bowl. You're making eight, 10, 12 million dollars a fucking year. Your kids are sucking dick for heroin mm. because most people can't handle the affluence. And somebody said that to me on Twitter the other day. Oh, well, it, would she do that if, if it wasn't for her family? And I'm like, you do know Aaron Spelling. You remember Aaron? A lot of people don't know who Aaron Spelling is. He was the producer of like 90210, all that shit. Beverly Hills 90210. Filthy fucking rich. Yes. The home that he lived in in Homely Hills was worth $155 million. Like, they're one of the richest motherfucking families out there. His daughter, Tori Spelling... She was on like Saved by the Bell and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like just because you come from an affluent family does not guarantee you being a billionaire at all. It just doesn't. Billionaires and, don't have billionaire kids. And here's it's, the thing: she didn't come from a family of billionaires. She came from an extremely successful family, one of the most successful families in the state of California. Absolutely. Like I, I saw somebody the other day, like, oh. It's kind of ridiculous that they even turned it into that much wealth. I'm like, no, it ain't. No, I'm it's like, not. I'm like, Chris Jenner is a fucking genius. Yes. You know why? Because y'all be out here fucking random ass niggas in the league and don't be making no millions. It's like she realized like, yo, my daughter hot. I got another daughter that's hot. I got another daughter that's hot. Bruce weird ass got some kids. They might be hot. We could just turn this into a whole Nubian white queen empire. And they've turned that shit into a couple billion dollar Nubian white queen empire. And through it all, Kim Kardashian is not the CEO of a billion dollar company. Khloe Kardashian isn't. Kourtney Kardashian isn't. Chris Kendall Jenner. (laughs) Chris ain't the CEO of a billion dollar company. But 
entirely had a vision and she did it. That's self-made. Yes. Whether y'all, just the whether way y'all like it or not, what we have to do as a society on the whole and stop changing the determination of what something is based on whether we like it or not. Y'all don't like the idea of Kylie Jenner being called a self-made million billionaire because y'all around poor people all day and y'all have poor ass conversations and do poor ass shit and go to poor ass places and engage in poor ass di- fucking uh, dialect. That's the reason why it pains you. It makes your stomach hurt to hear that a millionaire that somebody who started off with millions is now being called a self-made billionaire, but it's just the facts. Like nobody perfect, gets to that type of level by themselves, man. Per- perfect example. I know you probably don't know Taylor. I know Justin Bonomo just won the big one for one drop, right? Poker player, the big one for one drops, the biggest tournament they have. It's a million dollar buy-in. So every year it fluctuates because who the fuck got a mill right. to put up for a poker tournament? So like one year it might be 40 people. Next year it might be 20. Next year it might be 35. Whatever. This year it was 27 people that entered into it. Justin Bonomo won. He's now the all-time money leader on the WSOP list, right? He just passed 40 million. So he wins the tournament. It was $10 million for first place, million dollar buy-in. The next day it came out. He had 235 investors from the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like he put it out there on his Twitter. Like I'm selling steak in my ma- in my one drop. He got 235 people to put up 90 grand towards his one drop. So yeah. he only had to put up nine ten. But it's like, yeah, they put that shit up. He wins the shit ten million. So it's like, yo, you get a ten. Per- I mean, a. Uh, 110% back on your fucking bread. So it's like, dog, if you put up a couple grand into that, like, Rod hit me like, why didn't we know about that? I'm like, I've seen it on Twitter <laughs> right. and just like, you know, it just skipped my fucking mind. But it's like, that's really how it would be. S. Vandiari, he's got three best friends. S. Vandiari won the first big drop. The first big drop was the biggest one they had. It was like 40, I want to say it was like 48 people entered into it. Yeah. The bull who, you ever seen Cirque de Soleil? Yeah. The dude who started that, he started the tournament. (laughs) He was the one because he basically was like, yo, it's called the big one for one drop because they for all the like basically they take percentage like five percent off of the money that's put into the pot and they donate it to like fresh water supply in Africa. Okay, so it's like that's why it's called the big one for one drop big one million for the one drop for the water. So he started the tournament. So he basically started calling all his CEO friends like Kerry Katz who owns Poker Go, Poker Go Phil Ivey's always there Negranu Phil Help Phil Helmy didn't play this year but like big time poker players and like a lot of CEOs and shit will show up for the joint. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Do you ever seen the people in the city year jackets? Yeah. The dude who owns that, he was in it. You know, like it's all right. everybody, rich people. everybody at the table is a CEO <laughs> of some shit you got or buy. You know what I'm saying? So S. Vandiari won the first one. It, the first one, the first place was 18 million. So he wins it. $18 million Like yo This is the greatest Fucking day ever And he Did the interview After was like I'm just so happy To make my friends rich And they was like What Turns out that His three best friends All put up 250 grand for him So they all took 25% So it was like Yeah he won 18 Everybody walked off With a quick four and a half I'm like Right Woo! That's a good motherfucking night, boy. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, that's really how that should be. Like, people invest money. Yes. And, and, and trust me and believe, his homies that fuck around, sit around, and got on 24K motherfucking sky dwellers and on yachts. And he, he S. Fandiari was doing, he was a. Uh, 
the special announcer for the uh, main event this year, and he was talking about one of the players who's like a he's like a rich guy, whatever. He's like, yeah, he invited me and all my friends down to Costa Rica and hosted us for two weeks. It was beautiful, and I'm just like. Must be nice. Must be nice. And I'm like, <laughs> these motherfuckers is self-made. Like, yeah. ain't nobody sitting around like, oh, man, you know, I got a handout. Because you didn't. You invested your bread. That's yeah. what an investment is. You invest money into a fucking property, and you go get a contractor, someone who does flooring, someone who does roofing. Yeah. When it's done, you sell it, and you flipped it. Yeah, you self-made. You ain't do because, no work on that house. Because the contractor did the fucking work don't mean that I, I'm. it's not my property. It doesn't diminish it. So like, it's like, We have a skewered mentality when it comes to just the way life works. Period. Like period Like if you were Like my man uh, Shadow Steve He was telling me He invested in Apple And Netflix A couple years ago And he was like Yeah he put in like Eight grand And wound up getting Like close to 30 Steve haul off And buy a motherfucking Z06 nigga I'm self made Out this bitch Like right. yeah it's like That's how this shit work It's <laughs> like you invest money You you try to find An angle on something That can you know some shit that can work That can and, yield a win And then you make it Fucking work You All you worried about Is the ROI That's it Absolutely. So my whole thing is there's Pepsi and there's Coke. They both super rich institutions of fucking uh, American soft drink companies and institutions of American wealth. You got Pat McGrath. You got Kylie Jenner. You got a black woman. You got a white woman. Both are self-made billionaires because they because just because their paths are different and the way they went about it was different doesn't make one either more or less of a self-made billionaire than the other person. You can, and both can exist. Y'all don't have to be so adversarial putting motherfuckers against each other that ain't against each other because guess what? Pat McGrath did Kendall Jenner's fucking makeup. So she ain't tripping up about the yeah. shit and y'all is. She know her payday coming. Y'all counting other people's pockets, stressing yourselves out, talking about what's what, and y'all don't even know shit. And the biggest thing is that people lack perspective and experience. Y'all haven't had the experience of being a part of nothing that's 50 million a year, let alone a billion dollar company. But here's the thing. Neither have we. Well, you worked in a corporate. I mean, realistically, I work for a corporate situation that, you know, is billions of dollars. in. But it's like, we're not in that, but somehow, like, like I, the day that all that shit happened, I hit up Ra and you, and I'm just like, am I bugging or is this shit lit? And Ra like, yo, people are fucking stupid. Ra yeah. like, yo, like, straight up and down, you get, if your parents give you a hundred million dollars, you have to work to turn that into a billion because you know how many motherfuckers we seen in the hood get case money and not turn it into jack Man, shit. Somebody, somebody that my that my cousin Mike knew, his both his parents died two years in a row. His mom died. He got he got three hundred k. Blew through the fucking money in a year. He buying cars. He buying bricks. All type of stupid ass shit. Mm-hmm. Somebody jamming for twenty stacks. Like all type of stupid shit. He's dead. Pop. The next year his father died. He get five hundred thousand. Eighteen months later he's dead. Fucking pop. That's eight hundred thousand dollars within thirteen, fourteen car- uh, calendar months, and he's dead. Popped. There are far too many stories like this. Oh. And the whole reason why I applaud somebody like Kylie Jenner who fucking invested her money, turned two into a billy because that shit is number one impossible and number two we didn't see motherfuckers like vin baker and antoine walker use their talent 
their God-given talent and their work ethic to get 120, 180 million and fuck it all off yeah. and give it all back. Yeah. And there's far more of them stories than it is of somebody turning two million into a billion dollars. Real talk. So if y'all can't respect that, y'all on bullshit. Y'all just on fucking timeout, as far as I'm concerned. I told you, I, I, I'm yo, I'm down. I'm down like seventy fucking people. I'm following <laughs> on Twitter because just because it's like for what? Like you clearly don't understand. Moving forward or moving yeah. along, you don't get life. how this shit works. You just don't understand it, and it's like that. Like that's a perfect example. It's like you know, motherfuckers. I've se- I've seen people literally get thirty thousand, seventy thousand. I know a couple motherfuckers that got over six figures. It was one motherfucker around my own neighborhood that came up on close to a mill on some K yeah, shit. That's crazy. And niggas was buying Hummers. SLs, all kinds of shit, and it's like I remember the Hummer days, and, 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 and yeah, the, the Hummers was everywhere, <laughs> and, and, and it's just like yo, it's so much easier to spend a million than it is to take a million and make more millions. Yes, that shit is a skill in itself. Look at how many ballers, football players, basketball players, baseball players come into thirty million signing bonuses and. 20 million a year guaranteed and fuck it off trying businesses. Yep. Jamal Mashburn Steakhouse. Nigga, what, what do you need a steakhouse for? You don't cook steaks. Jamal Mashburn said his restaurant was open for three weeks after he sunk 600000 into it. I'm just like, damn. You could have took that same 600000 or took 1.2 mil and got how many fucking uh, the bull, Wendy's or something? The bull on the one joint I was watching, he was a financial advisor. He said, he was like, he'll remain nameless. I won't say his name, but he was in the NBA. Came to me and was like, yeah, I got an idea for a business that I think I'm going to put some money into. He's like, what is it? He was like, well, you know how things flood down here? Yeah, it's basically floatable things, floatable rafts for your couches and your TV. So when the flood over, you can just go get your stuff, unzip it, and take it back to the house. He's like, you've got to be This is the you. dumbest idea I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. It's like, we get a flood once every five, six years, baby. <laughs> Are you serious? And you want to build a business He was like, then I had a football player come to me, was like, his buddy put him on to a... Uh, Place that to a, a, a farm patch that jo- that grows giant tomatoes, and we could get into the ketchup industry. And I was like, "Y'all don't need freedom, man. Like y'all really just need to." He was like, "The best thing you can do with your money is put it into money market accounts yes. where you yield a small one to two percent interest because it's guaranteed." Fucking tea. He's like, "All these harebrained schemes, no." My money market account payout every month like clockwork. Dog, it's like it just don't even make no goddamn sense for some of the shit that like <laughs> it, 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 it's just it's mind boggling. And it's like yo, you look back over the years, it's like. I remember seeing athletes opening up restaurants, strip clubs, just shit you have no knowledge of. Yep. Just because you want to be the man, yeah, I got a strip joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got a, I got a, like my man the other day was like, well, shit, Floyd opened a strip club. I'm like, Floyd a billionaire and got nothing but time. Yeah. That's different from you still working and getting $8 million a season that you got to pay taxes on. Floyd there every night. Like Floyd is actually putting in the sweat equity on top of everything else. Floyd, he don't got shit else to do. Floyd posted a picture the other day where he got on the billionaire watch and a bunch of jewelry, and motherfuckers online was like, "I'm reading the comments on Baller Alert. <laughs> I mean, not Baller Alert on a uh, 
BR with Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. And I'm like, motherfuckers like Floyd, Floyd crazy. Like, what the fuck? He, he's such a show off. Like, he, he, he look weird with all his jewelry. I'm like, I text Chad. I'm like, oh, Floyd that dripping in this. I'm like, this nigga <laughs> dripping in this motherfucking dog. Got an $18 million and, watch on. He is beyond your And reproach. honestly, that goes back to that tweet you said. It's like, motherfuckers literally lives, they be so miserable that they see shit that's just out of this world. And it's like, fuck you do that for? And it's like, because that shit was there. Yeah. Like, you got to understand something. When a nigga buy an $18 million watch, you know why? Because he got 18 mil he can spend on a watch. And that motherfucker going to praise for every bit of fucking 60 million and he can sell it tomorrow for 23. It's like when you go to get a car. Yeah, you can go get a a, a Camry. Nice. I like the new Camrys, actually. They look I like fucking the lit. Lines a lot. They, they, the, the Toyota's whole little new line is lit. But it's like, yeah, you go get a Camry because you had 28000 to spend on a car. But somebody who got 50 and want to go get a motherfucking, I don't know, give me an SRT Hellcat. It's like, you, what, you mad at him? Because he went, what the <laughs> fuck he needs 700 horses for? It's like, he needed 700 because the, the SRT only got 425. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? It's like, people are just weird when it comes to what other people decide to do and have. People are in such dire straits and have such financial disparity that it's driving them crazy. It's driving them nuts. And in places like Philadelphia and Chicago, the economic situation is making motherfuckers kill people. And in other places where the motherfuckers don't come outside at, it's just forcing them to just go stir crazy and they just online manifest and all of the bullshit that's going on in their head onto their fucking timelines and the shit is just whack and I don't want to be a part of it no more. Yeah, man. Y'all got to figure something out. Uh, I, I want to talk about this Shady McCoy shit. Oh, please. Let's let's do it. Because that was a, a very, very... It, and now that it's been a week or so, we got all the moving parts because it yeah. was a lot going on to it. So, story broke about about a week ago. A little over maybe, maybe seven, eight days, something like that. Yeah. Shady McCoy's girlfriend, her friend, posted a picture on Instagram of her friend all beat the fuck up, face battered, bloody, bruised. And then she came at Shady McCoy saying, you are a monster. We we ignored the time when you beat the dog so bad that the dog had kidney failure. We didn't even talk about when we court you beating your, your son, son for peeing in the bed we don't talk about you being on drugs or taking steroids but there's no reason for my friend to have to walk around looking like this and it sent shockwaves through the sports world the media local news all the gossip rags all the gossip fucking rags I'm, like, everybody just went crazy and I even caught a little bit of flat because I made a post and was like yo if if you with somebody, right, and you get, you 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 know that they beat their kid, abuse the kid for peeing in the bed. Okay, you know he abuses children. He beat the dog in the kidney failure, and you're still like around. Yeah, that's to me is like. What the fuck are you still there for? Because you you next. I had talks with a few close people I I love. I had talks with a couple. And I I posted on on Instagram. And, like, people was, like, saying, like, basically, like, oh, you don't understand what it's like to be part of domestic violence. And I hate when men speak on it and this and the third. I'm, like, I'm not trying to, like, offend any women or, you know, I I love women. You know what I'm saying? I told my my lady that. Like, I I don't, I you know, I got respect. I had a mother. I have sisters. It's just I'm not one of them. My thing is, you can get away. You know what I'm saying? If it's that, you can get away. Yeah. 
Greyhound thirty nine ninety nine. You, you you can go anywhere in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can get the fuck away. But then as the layer of the onion started peeled getting back. peeled back, we realized this isn't even domestic violence. And it's like, damn, all of these arguing, all the shit we did was for nothing yeah. because Shady was in Florida. So yeah. Shady didn't put his hands on her. So then you realize that that was the friend. That wasn't a girlfriend. Right. That was the friend who made the post. Then you peel back another layer of the onion and you realize this bitch is in his house. Squatting. Squatting. For four months. <laughs> when he told her to get the fuck out the house. The police have been called there on three different occasions. Then you peel back another <laughs> layer of the onion. Did you hear the 911 tapes? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, you missed that. Shady McCoy called the cops and was like, listen, the lady is in my house. I don't want her here. I broke up with her. I want her gone. Listen, I play for the bills and I don't want any issues. Like he said that shit yeah. on the fucking 911. I play for the bills and I don't want no issues. I'm putting her stuff outside. I'm leaving. He left the house and was like, can y'all just come and figure this shit out? And then eventually, he just was like, yo, I'm going, yeah. and was taking her to court. So it turns out now that the day before the court proceeding, this for him getting her out, this is when the robbery, home invasion yeah. happens. And the robber allegedly came in and asked for, for specific shit. the shit that he gave her. Like the watch, the necklace, all of that yeah. shit. So it's just like, I hate it. I hate, I hate everybody. But... Some of the jewelry that she had was borrowed from a showroom for some special events, and she didn't want to give the borrowed jewelry back. So not to victim shame her, but what type of person are you that you want to hurt this man so bad that you won't give back some $200,000 fucking borrowed jewelry that was supposed to been go back mm -hmm. the day after the fucking event? Yeah. So it's like, you take all these factors, and I said this on Twitter. I said, yo, we literally have no fucking clue what <laughs> happened. And we probably never will really find out. Shady could have had something to do with it. The chick could have set it up herself. Her girlfriend could have set her up. It could have been some guy she was fucking. Or it could have just been niggas being niggas and targeting a house in an affluent neighborhood and robbing the motherfucker. Like, there's so many different factors that go into the situation. But I know this. Shady is, was far removed enough from it to give him plausible deni deniability. My thing is, when, when I found out he wasn't there, when I heard the 911 call of him... Saying like, listen, I play for the bills. I don't want no issues. I just want her out of my house. I like, and then the fact that you know they were going to court the next day, and he was gonna most likely have her tossed out of that fucking yeah. house is like, it's a big ass distraction. It's like when Batman is fighting the fucking Riddler and he throw the smoke bombs yeah. and all his shit, and the next thing you know, you can't find the Riddler no more. It's that same sort of shit because now it's like, yo, damn sis, look like you and your friend orchestrated this shit because now it's like, all right, well, now instead of talking about the fucking uh, eviction proceedings, now we're talking about some home invasion slash domestic violence situation, and you might, if you paint him as being involved enough, now you can get a civil suit against him, bounce with 500 to a million on a breakup yeah. so now it don't matter that he kicked you out the crib yeah. and from talking to a very close friend of mine somebody that knows her they was like yo we got mutual acquaintances and stuff like that in Atlanta and they like yo she like a chick that was like always like looking for a come up and even when she was with Marcus Vick she used to cheat on him ungodly because she was trying to fuck her way into a bigger bag and then she got with Shady and she found a bigger bag and thought they was gonna get married tried to strong arm him into marrying her like on some blackmail shit like yeah. oh, if you don't marry me I'm gonna tell such, 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 such. and then this shit happens and then he break up with her and then now you got all this bullshit literally the day 
day before y'all supposed to go to court. So I don't know what happened, but I do know it's character issues on both sides of yeah. the coin. And all people wanted to talk about is his past and him kicking a chick off a party bus, but not talking about the fact that the chick spit on him or whatever the fuck she did. Did you, kick, you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to examine the full scope of the situation once they see that a woman is injured. And mm-hmm. I understand it. I get it. But she got issues of her own and it was a history there leading up to this and him documented doing the smartest thing he could do which is document it and put it on file with the police yeah. before they could try to say oh you did xyz like nah i'll call the cops first my thing is this if, if we're going to court so i can get you out of the house i own that you aren't supposed you to be leave. in why the hell am i doing a home invasion to like, you about to get out what the f- that doesn't even make logical sense <laughs> yeah. and I saw people on Instagram of of course the, the craziest place on the planet <laughs> I saw niggas on Instagram literally with I'm talking about no criminology degrees <laughs> n- no affiliation with any law enforcement across <laughs> the country completely breaking down what happened and I'm like you do know y'all don't have diplomas <laughs> Let alone criminology degrees from any motherfucking institution. You fix mufflers at Midas. It's like, how the fuck did you solve the case (laughs) in 20 minutes through three posts on Instagram? It's like, goddamn, who killed Biggie? You know what I'm saying? And then peeling the layer back some more. This is what people failed. People see headlines and run with them. They don't read the actual news report or what's attached to it. The initial thing the police said is, we have no reason to believe that he was involved. That was day one. I sent it to you. I'm like, yo, this is the police said this 20 minutes ago that was day one then as the week went on by the time last Thursday rolled around she issued a statement through her lawyer I'm no longer completely sure that he had anything to do with it and it's just like Jesus Christ so it's like all of that bullshit like you don't know what that loses for Shady you know what I'm saying any endorsement you you just don't know he might have been about to get a fucking endorsement deal with fucking Gerber and that shit's out the window it's like and people don't realize that it's like you take the the opposition in whatever side people are liking or not liking, they look at you like you scum. And it's like, nah, it's, it's just that like how your little cousin got face tests and shoot people and he go to court. And it's like you be like free to real. And it's like he probably should not be freed. Right. But if he could put forth a proper defense and cause reasonable doubt, he going to roll. He going to roll. And that's just the lead. That's America. That's just the way it go. It's people in jail right now for long times that didn't do shit. It's people out here that do shit every Thursday. Right. <laughs> and they, they going to get crabs tonight. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way it go. So it's like when it happened, it's like, okay, it's cool to jump on Shady Bag. Like, you're a piece of shit. You're the. My thing was, I think everybody's a piece of shit. If all of this is true, that was my issue. Right. And then as it went on, it's like, oh, Shady might not be a piece of shit. Because this is the thing. If you tell me, yeah, motherfucker, I saw you beat the dog in a kidney failure. I saw you abuse your son. I saw you do drugs. I saw you take steroids. You've made allegations on Shady. Yeah. We don't know if those are true or not. You just allege that he did these he's things. He's a public figure. So I can't be like, yo, Shady, you a piece of shit. You did this and the third. But what I do know is true is you've admitted to staying there after he beat the dog in the, the kidney. Of all of so that. it's like you got some issues also. because yeah, it's like, You're complicit. And it's like, yeah, it's like it. It the, the coin has two sides. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's cool to and flip me it. And, and me and Matt in the car together and Matt tell me I'm about to go 
kill this motherfucker right now. Like, I'm running every red light till I get there. I'm going to blow this nigga head off in front of Seafood Sensation. If I don't say, you probably shouldn't do this, or get out the car, or whatever, I'm complicit in that homicide. I'm accessory to murder when he go and blow this nigga head off in front of Seafood Sensation. So, if you know <laughs> that somebody is... Keep saying it's Seafood Sensation. Is, is beat their son, beat their dog into fucking kidney failure, did this, did this, did this, and you don't say nothing, or you don't pull their coat or try to change it, you are complicit in their fucking wrongdoing. Bingo, amigo. Get it together. Yeah, but I, I it's just it's just weird that every time something happens, I go on the, the <laughs> internet's and I'm just like blown away at the the mentalities, the thoughts, the thought processes. It's just like yo, we are in our last days. Have to be. Without a doubt. Without a shadow of it. So yeah, man, that that shady shit is wild. I hope that shit all get rectified. Uh Get her out your house. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Philly and made in America. Philly in a whole. Philly in a nutshell yes. is losing like shit. Absolutely. We spoke earlier about the, the pool getting shut down, the block parties you can't have. It's just like. I told you and I, I'll tell everybody I've been contemplating going overseas next year and um you know me and my lady my my lady's mother like i've sat down i'm gonna sit down one of these days with my pop and explain the shit all to them it's like i've been contemplating going to qatar you know what i'm saying one word to jewels like i'm think i'm gonna make that step at this point it's literally if they tell me no that's just like <laughs> oh, oh, oh y'all good all right cool. like, <laughs> but at this point because i'm just i want to see something different right. I, want, I want my peoples to come and see something different and i just want to experience different parts of this world and you know this whole surgery and everything it's kind of just opened my eyes to a lot you yeah. know what i mean it's like you know I, i'll be frank like i i'm literally coming from a situation where i had cardiomyopathy high blood pressure pre-diabetic sleep apnea like i did the test and they was like yeah you're not getting enough oxygen when you sleep and it's just like you know that shit's kind of scary and it's yeah. like you know at one point carrying the weight i was carrying and just not being active and the fact that i lost weight gained it back my body was killing me my back my knees it's just like i didn't think i was gonna make it to 40 i'm just keeping it a being with you and now it I, I don't have sleep apnea i sleep through the night like i don't get up one time now I don't. My girl said I don't snore at all. Right. Like that shit's just going. I haven't taken blood pressure medicine since the surgery. I went in there yesterday, did my uh, my check. My blood pressure was one seventeen over eighty. I haven't seen it that even with the blood pressure medicine. My right. shit was my shit would be like one twenty seven over eighty four. Shit like that. That's just one seventeen over eighty. Blood pressure out the window. My cardiomyopathy out the window. And it's just like I want. I want to just adventure and see different parts right. of this world and it's just the shit here it, it's like every day we were talking about earlier there's supposed to be a serial killer loose now in the in the city and it's like that's the that's what we need right and fuck made in america <laughs> you know what i'm saying fuck block parties we need a serial so killer a serial killer in the mix. <laughs> Let's see how they take this shit is like a like a Hollywood script. It's, no. like, it's like, oh, motherfuckers getting shot every day. You can't have a black party in Southwest. You can't cook out. Let's throw a serial killer like, in the mix. It's they like scary to movie too. Like yeah, just a like, bunch of silly shit. And it's like, dog, I was telling him like they found a body in Bartram Village. They found a body uh, in Spring Garden last night. I'm coming home from. Uh, I had my doctor's appointment. I stopped at my gig. I'm coming home. 
76 was a mess. So I cut across 676. That was still a mess. But I got on 95 going towards South Philly. That was cool. Yeah. But 95, the whole way, I'm talking the whole 95 North was parking lot. I'm like, the fuck? I get home, body found on I-95 North exit ramp. I'm like, the fuck is a body on the ramp? I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? And then to top it all off, the biggest festival that brings in probably the most money for any event, M's. that's going. I'm just like, Philly is fucking up bad, yo. The mayor or, or somebody that works in the mayor's office, when they was asked for a comment, they said, well, the tourism revenue is up. So it, it looks like the festival isn't as needed as it once was. And I'm like, yo, do you dumb motherfuckers know how tourism works? Do you know that this <laughs> festival brings more people here for a specific purpose than anything mm. that y'all do all year? So maybe the fact that the tourism is up is because people are coming here Labor Day weekend for this festival. And they have a good time. Then they come back because they saw some cool shit or experience some cool shit as a result of the festival and then they're coming back other times of the year yeah dummies yeah it's like y'all could fuck up anything here yeah a good thing in the words of jay-z like, i'll like, fuck up a good thing if you let me yeah, yeah it's like when i saw it i'm like i i when they was like you know they were they were thinking about moving it from the uh the parkway yeah. i'm like all right i mean i could understand that you know because it is a hassle to the people you figure i drive right through there for work so it's like yeah like the, the buses be all on fucking angles and shit I, I get it my thing is where do you put it what, you going to pull it next to the hammocks down Delaware Ave? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Because now you put that down Delaware Ave, now, one, it's not a central location. You're going to send some. You have to made America the parkway. People can walk to the next yeah. thing they're going to do. You put that shit in the northeast, like out there near the Nabisco factory and whatever, like, the fuck that? Uber is going to be $375 to get the fuck out there. Yeah. So it's like, that's the only, the two places I can think of is northeast, out like Red Lion Road, which doesn't make any fucking sense, or Delaware Ave, which is kind of retarded because it's nothing. Festival Pier is not big enough to house all of them. No, not, not where we was at for the Roots joint. Hell no. Like, you're tripping. So it's like, I don't know. Like, where the fuck would it go if it wasn't on the parkway? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... Then it, then they literally just got to the point where it was like, all right, well, how about we just end this shit? And Jay-Z was like, he came at the mayor. The mayor said the data was like a misunderstanding. So I don't know if they are going to get it back, if they are going to have so it. So who the fuck contacted the people from Rock Nation? That's what the mayor said, that they were they were in talks with people who weren't as high up as he thought. It's like, y'all over there talking to Bleak. <laughs> like, y'all fucking up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, y'all tripping. But he said it was just a, he said it was all a misunderstanding. So hopefully we can get it all rectified. So we would hope. Yeah, because I mean, I've I've personally never gone to it. But it seems to be a big deal for the city. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. me, I'm not a festival person. So, it's like, you know, maybe one day I'll go. I don't know. But festivals just ain't really my thing. Yeah, I can't do it. It's too, it's, it's too grueling. Like, you like I'll go to a concert all day. A yeah. festival is just, it's, it's another it's level. Animal. And I want to go to Coachella next year. I just got to figure something Coachella's, out. Coachella's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the festival of all festivals. That's yeah, steroids. I got to figure something out, man. I definitely want to go to. It's right around my birthday usually, so I want to go. I want to go for my birthday. Yeah, I don't know, but I thought when I saw that, I'm just like Philly really losing, yo, like losing bad. Like we got these videos that won't stop. You know, the motivational speakers are driving up, driving us into the toilet, yo. 
The motivational speaking game in Philly is the funniest. Do you do you see any of these people on Instagram? <laughs> I'm sure he does it. It is the funniest shit out there, yo. And it's just like, yeah, we're we're, we're really just like as a city, like like just everything involved is like, I don't know about this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, pretty much. Any of these other topics uh, interest you enough to want to talk about? Uh, the Kawhi shit is pretty funny. Oh yeah, you want to go in? Yeah, that Ka- shit? Kawhi got traded to the uh, Raptors. Was it yesterday? Yeah, they already got the Demar jerseys for sale <laughs> they, at, uh, in Qatar. He literally asked to go to L.A. and they sent the motherfucker to Toronto. <laughs> they did him dirty. You want to talk about spiteful? Holy shit! I feel bad for DeRozan, honestly, because uh, after the year, he said, "Did you know about all the shit he was going through this year?" No, his wife left him. Oh shit! Yeah, you, you. There's a compilation on YouTube. You ever? Notice when you would watch Toronto games at home, you would hear a woman counting down the shot clock. That was his wife. Ah, she would always do that shit. So he would like know like what the fuck was going on on the, on the clock. Like she she was like at every fucking game. Yeah, they broke up. His dad has cancer, so when he was on the road, he would fly. Like say they had a road trip to Milwaukee. He would leave for Milwaukee, go back to be with his dad, and then the, t- the next game is in Memphis, he'd fly to Memphis. Then he'd leave for Memphis, go back to be with his dad, and then the next game is in New York, he'd fly to New York. Like, he was going back and forth, wow. back and forth to be around his pop. So his pop has cancer, his wife left him, and he literally went to Toronto's front o- front office and was like, you know, I built things here. Like, he realistically, he could have gone to L.A. a long time, because that's where he's from, you know yeah. what I mean, from Compton. But it's like, they told him he wasn't going to get traded and then you know it's like you said the other day it makes kevin durant's move much more respectable i said it and rob was like wow that takes a lot for you to say that i'm like dog honestly that's how i feel it's like the more and more i watch these sports franchises operate it's like when you useful to them you cool but if it's like yo if we think we could get any upper leverage or any upper hand on anything you out of here dog it like dead as if i if 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 I'm IT, it's very hard to not punch Danny Ainge in the side of the head. Oh, man. Like, IT went from 30 a game, MVP candidate, about to get a max deal to a $2 million vet minimum. That's punch you in the face status, dog. Yeah. Like, they, like, the Celtics went to the Eastern Conference Finals, and they got rid of the whole nucleus. They got rid of him. They did Avery Bradley. There. It's just like, God damn. Like... And that's how that shit And IT said it the other day With the whole DeRozan Like he's like Yo I told him Like Ain't no love in this shit dog Like and that's why It's like when you sit back And look at KD As time goes on I said it the other day I respect him more and more And a nigga came He 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 came into the mentions Like no, nah, no, nah, Y'all not about to Use this to try to leverage KD To make it seem like That wasn't a bitch move I'm like dog Us thinking it's a bitch move Is your opinion right. These are the facts Kevin Durant left and went to the Golden State Warriors. He is the one of the highest paid players on the court and one of the highest paid players off the, off the court still. He has two championships. He has back-to-back finals MVPs. And he is literally out here signing two-year one-in-one deals. That nigga 100% controls where the fuck he plays, what system he plays in, and how that shit is rolling. If Golden State go out this, there this year and fumble the chip, Kev could roll. 
He like a college kid at the foul line. Like he on a one and one. Like dead <laughs> at all times. At all times. So that constantly puts pressure on the front office. We can't be on some bullshit yeah. with him. We can't be on some bullshit with him getting to rock anything because that, and they thought he was going to leave this year. It was dead sure. ass. Golden State kind of thought he was going to bounce this year. And it's like, yo, he gets sick of this shit next year. He can. Like, I'm going to L. A. with Bron. Hey. And he show up in L. A. You know what the fuck he going to do? Two years, sixty two million, <laughs> one and one. Right. Let y'all be on some bullshit. This young going back goes sick. It's like, and and I was like, that shit is cool when you can control your life because it's only four motherfuckers I look at in the league that's like that. It's LeBron, him, might be two motherfuckers in the right. league like that. Real shit. I mean, it would have been Steph, but Steph locked up. Well, Steph chose to he lock chose up. He chose to lock so, up. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, but realistically. But Steph needed the security, too, because Steph got injuries. The injuries and, and his and speed is just, it's eventually going to go. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, I get it. But it's like, you look at, and Ron made a real good point the other day because we was talking about, like, how motherfuckers, oh, all this bouncing around and threatening to leave teams. They weren't doing that shit back in the day. Motherfuckers was riding it out. And it was like, well, yeah, they had to ride yeah, it out. Yeah, they were signing nine-year, $14 million contracts. Like, Scottie Pippen's first deal was seven years, <laughs> two mil a year. You don't think Scottie wanted to re-up after the third championship <laughs> he couldn't Sc- think about Scotty didn't get paid till he went to Houston yeah like Scotty came in 91 and signed a seven year deal all them rings two mil a year he couldn't re-up and there was no pl- no opt out Magic first deal with the Lakers was 25 years for 25 million Magic was like fuck it let's do it <laughs> like, think about how crazy that is a 25 year deal but and you look at Shaq, seven years, 120 mil, Garnett, seven years, Allen Iverson, six years. It's like them motherfuckers, like Jay-Z, it's Jay got a line for everything. I'm I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush. Like they was raping them niggas for yeah. years. Jordan didn't get paid till 97. Jordan. Multiple MVPs, championships, rings, all this crazy shit, crazy sneaks. He didn't get paid from Krauss till 97. That's real. That's nuts. So you got to respect these new motherfuckers like LeBron and KD. Like, yo, we ain't going through that bullshit, dog. I will leave. I will pack some Savannah. Savannah, get the goddamn Gucci. Get the U-Haul. We we leaving. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, like that shit is admirable because for years they just fucked over niggas. Royally. You know what I'm saying? It's like literally. And then L.A. let Kobe do whatever the fuck he wanted for the last couple years because it was like, yo, we got nothing. And we want to keep the revenue rolling around this bitch. So we're going to give Kobe 35 for this year, even though he only got one Achilles. (laughs) Fuck it. And it's like, yeah, it's like you got to respect motherfuckers like that. Because back in the day, they would have tossed Kobe in the fucking bushes. Yep. They did it with Isaiah. They did that shit with Bird. They did that shit with all them niggas. All them old niggas wound up on other teams getting crazy money. Like, uh, I was looking at it the other day. Ben Wallace, think about Ben Wallace won four Defensive Player of the Year awards. His best check was when he was with Cleveland. Them years with the Pistons, he wasn't getting fucking paid. <laughs> Swatting a million shots, all in rebounds, Working championship. Hard as shit. But when he a fucking Cavalier, he getting fucking paid fifteen million million a year. And it's like that's how that shit be. And it, it, it's just wild watching this shit go down. So it's like motherfuckers that get mad at. KD or LeBron or whatever, but then you see a situation with DeRozan and Ka- Ka- Kawhi, and you like these is all stars, like these are franchise players right. that both just got kind of done dirty. Like they sent Kawhi to the middle of nowhere where he got had to pay all these dumb ass. Like think about you going from working in Texas to working in Toronto. Whew. Those tax, those is way different tax situations. 
And then Damar, De- like you, you've dedicated your life to this city. You got a friendship with Drake. You hang out with all like your Kyle Lowry's like your brother. You could have bounced free and cleared a, a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? You got three years, eighty three mil left on your contract, but it's like, dog, now you in the middle of Texas where you ain't got no life. You and your wife done broke up. You ain't close to your pot. You know, it's just like that's a shitty situation. I heard a stat. Uh, he's the only uh, like all star to sign. Uh, three consecutive contracts damn yeah how about it think of like think about all the all-stars they have they stayed for two contracts right yeah most at most yeah t-mac got the fuck out of there t-mac got out of there early in the game <laughs> deuces deuces <laughs> yeah shit yeah that's crazy and it's just like yeah like watching it, it, it takes me back to like reality and i was telling this shit to rod the other day um, like with me wanting to go overseas, it's like the money and the opportunity just outweighs everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like perfect example. I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna try to go over into something because I want to get out of the seat. You know what I'm saying? So I went into the back of my depot. They got like a book with jobs in it, right? I'm B payroll. B payroll is where you like hourly and you get paid every week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I go, I look in the B payroll book and it's jobs like loot porter, motherfuckers cleaning the stations, uh, you know, if you want to go into the mechanic side of things, like all of the hourly shit, pretty much all the shit for us. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, ain't nothing really in here. So some said, look at the A payroll. You know what I'm saying? A payroll is uh, the motherfuckers who want salary to get paid, you know, every other week. You know okay. what I'm saying? A payroll is downtown. Yo, I'm looking at the jobs downtown. They got jobs that are 229000 You know what I'm saying? Starting salary. You know what I'm saying? What the hell are you looking at? The Wi-Fi password. Oh, like, yeah, 229 k starting salary. And I'm just like... I'm out here dealing with these <laughs> crazy funky motherfuckers. ass motherfuckers. <laughs> and it's like, that's the higher you get on a totem pole anywhere, the less work you do and the more money you make. So my thing is, if I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to work my ass off, why not do it and really try to put some money up to where I can invest in? The, like we talk all the time about the podcast network, everything. Yeah. Why not put myself in a position where I can really invest and do things with my family as opposed to this shit? Because I sit and I look like we, me and Rob was talking like, these execs, like these coaches who get these crazy contracts, they don't be amazing players. It'd be Fred Hoiberg and shit right. like that getting <laughs> coaching deals. You know what I mean? Coach K, uh, Kalapari, all of them motherfuckers, they super loaded. They make tens of millions of dollars a year. It's just the way it goes. So it's just like, yo, selling yourself short just for the sake of some fans Fuck that shit So it's like I fucks with KD for Like fuck y'all I'm gonna go get these rings Cause that's all They gonna remember anyway yep. Is the paper and the rings That's it So fuck all that I'm gonna go get These fucking rings I'm gonna go get These finals MVPs And I'm gonna go down As one of the best Motherfucking players ever And at the end of the day I'm gonna do What the fuck I want That's it he ain't got to worry about no years where it's like rebuilding and none of that shit. Because the second the Golden State start rebuilding, Pyram. y'all going to have to rebuild some more. <laughs> What's faster than a peril? I'm fucking <laughs> out of here. And it's like LeBron, like watching LeBron this last year, it like you really felt that shit. Like, damn, he really on an island. Like, he was like the professor. 
And the rest of them niggas was Gilligan, the Skipper, Marianne, <laughs> fucking Thurston Howe. Like, they was just weirdos. And it's right. like, yeah, man, like, you shouldn't have to go through that, especially when you one of the best. And, like, Jordan and Magic and all, they just were a different era. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you take the 96, like, the, the Bulls, that was the 91 through 98 Bulls, and put them in this era... In two years, it'd be a team that'd be smoking them. But you know why it was no team that was smoking them? Because free agency. Right. You did. They just you couldn't you move was, around. You Reggie Miller was stuck, stuck on Indiana. They had to draft Rick Smiths and draft Antonio Davis. Patrick Ewan was stuck on the Knicks. They had to find John Starks at a fucking shopping bag and fucking <laughs> draft. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's just the way it go. And it's like free agency now is just way different than what it was back then. Yeah. So that like when people be like, "Oh, you know, they down the, the Lakers and the Celtics dominated the 80s." It's like, "Yeah, because nobody else could catch them." You know what I'm saying? You put them Lakers in 2018, 18 months somebody ready that they next. For and sure. It's just the way it go. But uh Hey man, we're back. It's a yeah. good show tonight. I wouldn't mind doing this time period every week. If oh, this was, fucking this right. Is lit. Is this open? <laughs> we might do this like every uh, Thursday. This is this is pretty yeah. cool. We bag, we fought so hard for Sundays, and then it's like, nah, fuck that. I mean, just because it'd be <laughs> late Sunday. Remember before when we were Sundays up to John, we yeah. was there at like five. So yeah. it was like, but coming in at nine on Sunday is like. Uh, uh, use it for my cheating excursion. <laughs> tell them I'm in Mexico. <laughs> like, yeah, you know I mean, but uh, yeah, you know, good show. We out. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at TRP. No, it's the Realist, the Realist Podcast, Podcast Never. Twitter, TRP2017. Follow Matt at Matt Makes Me Sick on everything. Follow me at plus.co on Instagram or don't. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I'm about to delete my Twitter again. <laughs> I, I told my girl I'm probably going to delete my IG soon. Yeah, I'm probably going to delete my Twitter. <laughs> again, like. Yeah, but we out of here. Holla at y'all, I guess. Peace. Next week. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cut-off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.